Dionisio at the plate. He's over two today. Swakowski, the big right hander, lets it go. It's right down Broadway. Dionisio lets it fly, and it's oh, it's raining now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Rain Delay Theater, the show where two bums talk about other bums at baseball games. I'm Jeremy Dionisio. And I'm Jack Swakowski. And it is another episode, but it's not just another episode. This is episode number 200 of the podcast, so we made it to 200, Jack. Yeah, uh, 200. Uh, the baseball season, though, is inexorable, and uh, we, uh, we, got a, we got a graphing session and a game for you. Uh, I think this is going to be a pretty good episode today. There's some good stuff in here. Yeah, yeah. We were kind of, you know, debating about what to do for, for episode number 200, but, um, you know, why not just uh, do, do, the, uh, do what we do, which is uh, uh, talk about kind of some of the game, but talk about autographs and weirdos, and we have a jam-packed episode. So, yeah, let's, uh, you know, let's, let's do it. Yeah, we sure do. Um, uh, uh, number uh, two hundred guy though. First, uh, that that's a that's a pretty good round number two hundred. Um, we're gonna we're gonna be running out of pitchers pretty soon, Jeremy. There's not too many pitchers who yeah. are are over two hundred wins, which is interesting to think. But uh, today I chose a home run guy because I had to. Um, I had to choose an iconic player, and I chose Oscar Gamble, who hit two hundred oh, home nice. runs in his career uh, for a variety of teams. Um, yeah, Oscar Gamble, uh, uh, certainly one of the most uh, uh, iconic players of the 70s and, and early 80s. Uh, he was best known for uh, having a, a, a large afro. Uh, he, uh, a pretty prolific power hitter. Jeremy, I'm sorry, I'm just a bit distracted by all these Memorial Day fireworks um, that are <laughs> that I can hear out my window. Oh. I don't know if you hear those. but I don't know if uh, that's anyway, a okay. normally, <laughs> Memorial Day yeah. fireworks, but we'll go with yeah, it. Yeah, you're right, right. Um, <laughs> not, not exactly a day where you should really be celebrating um, things, more like honoring. Um, but uh, that being said, uh, Oscar Gamble came up in 1969. Jeremy, I never thought of him being on the 69 Cubs. But he uh, he debuted in August, on August twenty seventh of nineteen sixty nine. So he was on that Cubs team in September yeah. when they lost seventeen of twenty five games. He he played uh, twenty five games for that twenty four games for that team. So he was he was a part of that team. Are you are you like aware of that? Is that on your radar screen? No, I didn't. No, I did not. Uh, I knew that he was on the Cubs, but I didn't realize that it was that sixty nine team. I wonder if they were like saying like, Dude, "Come on, gamble, like help us out here." Like you know, we're yeah. we're, we're floundering. Yeah, so that's so that, that that's pretty significant, um, just historically. But uh, I, I feel like he's best known as a as a Yankee. Um, uh, he was on the uh, the Indians for a while. Had his best season with the White Sox in 1977, where he hit 31 home runs and hit 297. Uh, I'm a little surprised the White Sox don't play up more that he was on them. He also finished his career with them. Uh, I would I would like to see them Oscar uh, honor Oscar Gamble a little bit more. Um, uh, I think Jeremy, perhaps he's best known though for his, uh, his quote, uh, uh, when a reporter asked him, uh, if there was a rift between the front office and the, uh, the, the, the team, or mm-hmm. they just sort of asked about the state of the team and that it was sort of toxic. Oscar Gamble said of the front office, he said, they don't think it'd be like it is, but it do. Um, it's considered, uh, it, you know, one of the better quotes, uh, in the history of sports, um, I read a funny poem online, Jeremy. It said, "Roses are red, violets are blue. They don't think it'd be like it is, but it do." Um, yeah, just a just a all around great quote from a a pretty uh, famous and iconic player. Yeah, and that was something that um, you know something being before our times. Uh, 
yeah, that was something that I was like made aware of a couple years ago, and we talked about it, Jack, uh, a couple couple games ago, I think. Yeah. Um. So it might have been at that Smiley game, actually. If I, I remember think it correctly. was. Yeah. yeah. So um, <clears throat> that's a great um, that's a great quote. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, I mean, Oscar Gamble, known for his Afro, specifically known for his 1976 Topps card, where um. Uh, he was traded to the Yankees and uh, it shows him with like that big Afro sticking out of a Yankees hat. And uh, yeah, just an iconic card, uh, which I don't own actually. I should, I should pick that card up, but, um, but yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. Oscar Gamble. It's cool that he re- finished with 200 career homers. Um, I don't think he has a Cubs card either. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like he, uh, he actually, you know, he's known for that 76 card, but like, there's a couple of cards where I feel like you can, like he has a big Afro on it. So, um, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, Jose Cardinal also, we'd have to call out his Afro for the Cubs because he had a, he had a pretty good one going too. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's cool. Oscar Gamble. That's a good one. Yeah, uh, for sure. Um, he's definitely a guy where if you had that card, you'd want to get it signed. Unfortunately, that's not going to happen anymore. Um, he passed away in January of 2018, uh, aged only 68, uh, which is unfortunate. Um, but uh, like you said, he was before our time. I was trying to think of a player that could be a comp for him. Uh, uh, baseball reference has Marcelo Zuna and his, uh, I, I don't want to associate anybody with Marcelo <laughs> Zuna, but his numbers seem uh, very similar. So I think that he's a guy I would have liked to see play and I'm happy he landed on 200 home runs because this is a, a, a landmark episode for us. And, uh, I think it deserved a, a, a landmark player. For sure. There's a couple of guys who you could compare Marcelo Zuna to because they've done the same thing that he has. But um, <laughs> yeah, sure. Know, uh, Danny Duffy, M- uh, Miguel Cabrera. So, yeah, there's sure there's plenty. Uh, Johnny Damon. <laughs> so, yeah, Johnny Damon went a little above and beyond, I would say. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah. So anyway, um, but hey, it is episode number 200. So why not talk some shit about some guys who like have some stuff that they'd like to forget about in their past? But yeah, Jack, we made it to episode number 200. Um, you know, last uh, miles, last uh, watershed episode. I don't remember what we did for 150. Honestly, did we do something? No, special not, neither for do it? I. Um, but uh, yeah, number 100. Uh, we we had an ex minor league baseball player on here, which was which was very cool. Mark Gentile, yeah. So um, that was cool. It's hard to believe that that was 100 episodes ago. It is. Um, but uh, but yeah. So um, you know, I think um. You know, 200 happening here during the season. You know, we kind of just um, stuck to format a little bit, but um, we'll see where where we're at for number 250. Um, if we can get, uh, uh, you know, we we both have a couple more connections, baseball player connections that we can maybe pull pull from. So uh, we'll see what we can get going for for our next watershed episode. But uh, we got a lot to talk about here, Jack. Uh, it, we are recording this on the night of uh, Memorial Day night, as as uh, mentioned by those those. Memorial Day fireworks. Yeah. Uh, hopefully not anything other than that. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah. Um. <clears throat> uh. The um. The finale of uh, Succession happened last night, and um. Uh. Obviously no spoilers. Um. But there was there's a baseball connection to the finale, of um, of Succession, which is pretty cool. But we can't talk about it. Um, yeah. So um, if you've watched uh, the Succession, if you're all if you're all caught up, if you've watched the finale, um, Google that baseball connection. Um, it's pretty interesting, and I'm glad I didn't know about it until after the the finale, um, because it's kind of a spoiler. I mean, it's definitely a spoiler. So don't don't if you haven't watched it, don't Google it. But um, after you do watch that finale, check it out. It's pretty cool that uh, such a momentous 
episode of television has a little baseball connection so that's pretty cool i wanted to mention that right off the bat just to, yeah I, just I can't to... imagine what it could be uh, i will say I've, I've started watching the season jeremy I, maybe maybe the hardest i've laughed uh, at anything in a long time is when logan asks uh his whole team to like roast him and then and then <laughs> greg greg cousin greg tries and then uh brian cox logan uh asks greg where his old man is and uh that's that is the hardest <laughs> i've laughed in some time it's great yeah great show if you haven't checked it out yeah good stuff yeah for sure there's a lot of <clears throat> a lot of good uh moments they 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 really like grew into the whole greg thing too by the end greg uh nicholas braun the the actor was actually at uh, one of the cubs mets games this this past week really um, yeah I, I don't think it was the night that we were both there but it was it was maybe the night before that uh, or game one or something like that. So okay, uh, pretty cool. It would have been cool to see him coming out at the <laughs> by the bus or something. But uh, yeah, oh, absolutely. But yeah, um, so okay, so we got we got to talk about. Um, we did the Mets bus. Um, we didn't go to the game together. We went to the game separately, and we but um, we did do the bus. Um, the the what was it? The, it was a Tuesday night um, mm-hmm. of the series. Um, and then we each did the bus a little like independently the next two nights. Yeah. Um, and then we did the Reds game on Friday, uh, May 26th. Um, so we'll talk about all that real quick, though. Leading into this, uh, I just want to like touch base really quick about the whole nacho situation, uh, the, the, uh, the, the nacho cheese situation, the, the nacho meltdown, as yeah. it were, which uh, happened that happened during the Drew Smiley game, right? It, it did. Yes. So, okay. Um, one thing that, uh, so we, we've done one episode since then, I think, um, Jack, just catch us up to date, like heading into this, this first Mets game, where were we at with that, with that, uh, nacho situation? Um, so wait, hold on first, Jeremy was, this was on May 5th. I think that was against the Marlins. I seem to remember the smiley game. Was that the Dodgers? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So this this was on uh, Cinco de Mayo. This was this was Friday, May fifth. Uh, so a little over a little over three weeks ago. Of course, I guess. you got the Cinco de Mayo. You got the nachos for that game. I, I see. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> um. So uh, where we were at? Uh, just to give a brief recap, I had emailed uh, fan services. Uh, heard back from them a few days later, uh, apologizing for the incident, suggesting that maybe I should have gone back. Uh, I, <laughs> You know, I, I thought that was bullshit, um, but they said they would forward it to a concessions manager. I replied that I didn't want to go back because, you know, uh, with the rate, pace of play these days, I could have missed an inning and a half getting nacho cheese, which actually, like, you know, if, if we want to look at it at, like, you know, if it wasn't a lie, that would be true. I could potentially miss at least a whole inning trying to get this solved, and, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Um, anyway, I said that, never received a reply, waited, like, 10 days, and then I replied back and I said, hey, I never received a reply to this. Uh, I will be at the next series to escalate the situation in person. So uh, going uh, into the Reds game, Jeremy and I uh, uh, both attended, I think it was the Thursday night Mets game. Um, and I, I didn't want to do it then because I, I uh, no, wait, actually, yes, yeah. I did. I did. Uh, I did talk to them on Thursday night. Uh, I, I suppose I should tell this now, huh, Jeremy? Uh, we should, yeah, we should say that we should also just, I, I, I also like, I had to like kind of bring this up with Jack before, but like, I don't know if I like kind of glazed over it during when you said it initially, but the person who gave you the cheese or lack thereof was 
McKnight. It was the yes. it was the crazy lady that we that we met at the bar after like the D backs game or whatever it was like last year, <clears throat> who went to Marquette Law School but then decided to just be a, a nacho vendor instead. Crazy <laughs> lady who like bought his shots and was got the names of like the coaches wrong. Like that lady is the one who like all the like all these months later has foiled you like by giving you like a crappy nacho pour. So that's 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 earth shattering. That's an earth shattering detail. I don't it know is. if we really lived in that enough the first time, but uh, I just want to like put it all out there, you know. No, and I mean I'm pissed about it too cuz again, I'll say this folks, what she must have done is taken like one ladle of cheese and like put it over the top of the nachos, which is just you know, she was probably hung over and like just didn't know how to do the job to begin with. So, yeah. uh the, the whole thing was a fail. I should uh I, I was getting my nights mixed up just cuz we've been there so much in the last week. That's what happens with home stands. But uh before the game, uh so I got there well before the game, like an hour and a half before. So I was like, okay, I'll have time to graph by the field and then like complain about these nachos nachos escalate the situation in person as i said and then uh and then like you know sit down and have time to settle in for the game so um i i got went to the mets uh uh part of the field sort of where jeremy and i were for the marlins game out by the uh, outfield i got wayne kirby's autograph which was cool uh he was just shagging fly balls but he didn't have a glove he just had a bat and when a ball would come to him he would try to like hit it towards the infield it was kind of funny anyway he signed he signed for me and a couple other people which was cool um, so after that happened, he was the only guy I got, the only guy that was really in play. I went over to the, uh, fan services stand. And so, um, I told fan services my situation and honestly, they were very, uh, understanding. Uh, but, but they informed me that like, uh, they, the Cubs fan services were not the same company as the, uh, company who did the food, which is called, uh, Levy restaurants, which makes sense. Um, oftentimes, uh, uh, big places like that, uh, like they'll have a vendor who does all of their food stuff. So. Le- Levy does all over the city. They do, um, uh, like Lincoln park zoo. They do, yep. I think they do like most of the stadiums, if yep. not, if not all of them. So like, yeah, they're, they're, they're like kind of like the main food vendor for these Def- events. Definitely. It's, it's a bit of a, uh, uh, a bit of a labyrinth if you have like a complaint about that because you have to like get routed to a completely different um company almost but uh it is what it is and they do have channels to contact each other so i i, I say uh i say to fan services i'm like hey this is my issue i sent the email i had the email pulled up i showed them they were like okay cool so let uh the the he- like sort of the the head lady there was like all right let me contact somebody from levy restaurants like a supervisor and, and they'll come down to speak to you so i said okay so uh, I'm standing there, and I'm standing in front of the, sta- uh, the fan services stand, but uh, off to the side a little bit. Um, and it may have looked like I was just loitering uh, because, like, some guy, uh, a Cubs employee, comes up to me and goes, have you been helped yet? Um, and I guess I could have taken that a couple of ways. I could have taken it like he was genuinely asking me if I had been helped, or I could have taken it like uh, he was asking me to, like, he was telling me that, like, I was in the way and I was standing, like, in, in the way of this thing. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, for sure, um, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I chose to, I chose the latter. I chose to take offense <laughs> to it. Um, and so I, uh, I, you know, I said, uh, I said, yeah, yeah, I've been helped. And then there was, like, a pregnant pause, and he was still kind of standing there. And I, I said to him, I said, well, I've been, I'm standing here. I don't know if I'm being helped or not. And then uh, the guy just kind of the guy just kind of let that comment wash over him. And uh, after like a couple seconds, like I looked over and he had supervisor on his jacket. So it's like 
I just I just shit on his like all the fucking people who are working back here like just like his whole department I just like I just crapped on him um, just because I felt like being an asshole but you know what like I you know I've been I've been told to go places enough times by Wrigley Field employees I've been told I can't stand here enough times I'm gonna you know I don't feel bad about getting a little jab in there so <laughs> I'm I'm okay with it um, definitely an asshole thing to say though um, you know I'm I'm standing here I don't know if I'm being helped um, so anyway. After an interminable amount of time, finally somebody from Levy Restaurants comes down. Super nice guy. Again, I explain the situation to him. I show him the picture of the nachos. And he says, uh, okay, well, when is the next time you're going to come to a game? And I say, tomorrow. I'm going to be here tomorrow. <laughs> Which I think must have taken him off guard. This guy was probably like, you know, he's probably like any other Cubs fan. He'll be, he'll be at another game in August or next year. Yeah. Um, but I said, yeah, I'm, I'm coming to the game tomorrow. And he said, okay. So, uh, uh, you know, Julie runs the, uh, the, the nacho stand up in left, uh, up in left field, uh, uh, upper deck and Mark runs the, uh, the nacho stand up in right field. And so we don't know if Julie is, is, is McKnight. No, Julie might no. be McKnight. Exactly. Who, who the fuck knows? I'm, I'm sure as hell never going to that nacho stand again though. Um, uh, can, so wait, can I say um, real quick, Jack, I have to say yeah. like, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm an observer in this whole story yeah. situation but i gotta say like if i was going to a nacho stand and i saw that mcknight lady i would turn around and just i would <laughs> i would be like well you know what? maybe maybe it's a burger night because I, I i don't i wouldn't trust that lady to give i wouldn't trust that lady to to pull off any sort of like competent nacho di- uh, distribution whether it's the chips or the cheese or the jalapeno or whatever so i you know that one might be you know knowing the context of that lady you know that's that's a strike against you but you know we'll we'll, yeah. we'll carry on it was a yeah it was a fool me uh fool me once yeah maybe fool, fool me twice you know shame on me situation mm-hmm. but um yeah so anyway he, he gives me the names of these people which mean nothing to me and i don't even think those are the right names but um anyway he's like yeah they run the nacho stands uh i will give them your name to, uh, and and then they will give you a free nacho helmet tomorrow or just a regular order, whatever you want. I said, I, I just said, okay, cool. Like, thanks a lot. You know, um, again, they were very helpful. But thinking about this plan, I was like, that is far from ironclad. Like, that is, uh, <laughs> that is not a foolproof plan. Like, a stadium that has 35,000 people in it every night, like, you are just going to remember to give these people my name, who, you know, and I have, like, a weird name. Uh, last name and like you know they're, then they're gonna give me nachos like this isn't gonna work and so stay tuned later in the episode folks when we try to make this one pay off yeah we, we will yeah this is um <clears throat> the next day at the reds game which we which we'll go into in detail so okay well that's that's a great um you know update there jack like this is um you know this is a, a storyline much you know, it's it's second and only the succession, like the way succession wraps up. I would say. <laughs> so this is a you know strap in tight, folks. Um, you'll get a resolution this episode, possibly. You will. Um. So all right. So as far as the Mets go, I kind of forgot that we went to that first game. So that was Tuesday, and then you went. Yeah. So this nacho thing happened. Well, that well, you did you you did the bus Wednesday? Is that right? Um. Yeah. Jesus, Jeremy, I'm I'm losing track of. I know. Uh, oh of what games we went to. I know it's, it is, it's, it's tricky. And then we, then we both, well, then we both went to the game Thursday and like you met me by the bus, but you bailed for a little bit. And then I kind of didn't stick around too much longer. So we're basically talking about uh, Tuesday night's Mets game, basically. Yes. Oh, you know what? I didn't go to the game, but I did the bus that night. 
Tuesday or Wednesday? Two, both. I think it was, both, it was actually, Tuesday. I think it was Tuesday. Is that right? Yeah, I think yeah, May twenty third. Both get uh, that's the that's the that's the bus experience we're going to be talking about right now. Yes, um, yes. But yeah, so um, all right. So the Mets are in town. Um, last, you know, with any sort of big market team, the Mets are. You know, it's crazy. There's a lot of fans. Jack, you went. You actually went to the Mets by yourself last year. I didn't go, and mm-hmm. um, you talked about how crazy it was down there. Yep. How crazy of a scene it was. Um, you got uh, Starling Marte and Brandon Nimmo last year. Is that correct? Yeah, I got him on a scorecard. Didn't get him on a baseball card. So there was unfinished business there. For sure, yeah. And so, yeah, you know, um, so we're down there. We got down there pretty early. Um, uh, and, like, you know, like you expect to see Scherzer and Verlander. But uh, one thing I wasn't expecting, I forgot about, quite honestly, was uh, Kate Upton is the mm-hmm. wife of Justin Verlander. So it's like, well, maybe we'd see Kate Upton, but I didn't realize that we might see her until we saw her, or yep. at least I saw her. I don't know. So it was a crazy, it, that was, so, you know, just like the, the wags, the wives and girlfriends uh, come out first. Um, uh, we were kind of just standing there waiting for, you know, the game had ended. So we're waiting um, now, like, you know, we know that it's, we're in the zone here um, and we're waiting for the players to come out. And we were talking, we were actually talking about a Wayne Kirby card, I believe. Um, Mm -hmm. When I looked up and Kate Upton was like right in front of us and basically like was kind of, was kind of unsure where to go. Um, So Jack, tell me like, did you, I I looked up and I saw, I saw her and I was like, it was one of those things where like, I saw a face. I'm like, wait, what? And like, I'm like, whoa, 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 that's Kate Upton. And, um, our friend and Chris was there, but he was a couple people down. Um, and he looked over at me and he's like, Hey, was that Kate Upton? I'm like, yeah, that was, that was Kate Upton. And like, so Jack, did you get a, did you see her? I saw her. It did not. I just thought she was like a pretty looking woman. Like it didn't, it didn't register to me that it was Kate Upton until you said something. Yeah. And then I was like, Oh, that, yeah, duh. Like she's married to Justin Verlander. Um, Yeah. We, we, we haven't encountered that specific scenario before where, uh, where a player is married to a very famous woman, um, that's definitely going to be something to watch for if uh, you know if it happens again. Something to think about. But, yeah, I yeah, know. I completely forgot about that. I know. Yeah, I mean, we could have brought something for her to maybe try to sign or something, but like definitely. Um, but yeah, I was going to say it's too bad Alyssa Milano seems to be out of the game. Uh, <laughs> she, you know, any sort of Italian baseball player she was dating, maybe she could be dating Miles Mastroboni. Uh, I don't know, but, uh, um, maybe, but anyway, so like, yeah, so, so she, she, she walked by and then like almost immediately she kind of like realized she was going the wrong way and turned around and then walked all the way down, uh, past like the first past, like the two, three buses into like a limo. I can't tell if it was like a regular limo or like a SUV limo, like a Hummer limo or something. Uh But, um, she got in this SUV. She was with kind of a, she was with like a woman and, Maybe oh she was with like an older guy like I don't know if it was her dad or someone's dad, um and the the woman was like it was unclear if it was like another wag or like a friend or her assistant, um but uh but yeah so like as soon like you know so yeah I mean I saw her like it 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 was just crazy to to you know just that experience and like it was like lost in the fact that I didn't yeah I I didn't didn't like register until she had already turned around and walked away 
Um, but she was wearing like a Mets jacket, and I I looked I looked, and she that she wears that Mets jacket like at all the games and stuff. Okay, it's um, a cool. It's kind of a cool jacket. Too. Yeah, it's like this like kind of like a Letterman's jacket. It's like white and it has like Mets patches and stuff. So, um, it's kind of interesting though, like that. It seems like women like that don't wear the same thing twice ever. So it's weird that she like wears this Mets jacket like more than what has been photo has been seen wearing it on more than one occasion. But anyway, um, as it would turn out later, so she would like go to the 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 limo. Verlander Verlander eventually came out with like some kids and stuff. I don't know who that they were his like cousins or or what. But uh, they ended up walking to the to the limo. Um, I think before Verlander even came out though. Um, the woman who was with Kate Upton, who we think maybe was her assistant, um, left out of the, um, the limo and tried to go back into the stadium to get something. She had like left something in there and there was a security guard right by the, um, the door, the entrance. And he like blocked her, like, right. as she tried to go in, which is kind of funny. And then like the other security guards had to be like, no, 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 no. She's, you know, she's cool. She's cool. And, yeah, uh, even the, the bus, even the bus guy had to be like, "Hey, hey, hey!" And he gave her, he gave a thumbs up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, um, he let her. And then they kind of joked a little bit, but like, um, it was kind of funny that Kate Upton's uh, assistant or whoever got stiff armed. Um, so that was that was kind of funny. Um, our friend who we don't know the guy's name, but the guy who uh, the the kind of the loud like guy with the beard who said like. Uh, I live on the edge like that. Yep. The living on the edge security guard who's become our friends. Now we like fist bump regularly. And you know, he asked us like who we're trying to get and stuff. Um, he was actually on Kate Upton detail. So he was like working down by the security or by the, uh, the limo. There was a woman security guard who was like kind of talking to us a little bit. And she was kind of joking about the fact that he was, uh, you know, he got to like do security for her. Um, Jack, I saw him, uh, yesterday at the bus and I asked him about it and I'm like, so yeah, man, you were on Kate Upton detail, huh? And he's like, yes, I was. And he's like, oh, and I I wasn't too unhappy about it either. (laughs) And so, yeah, I was going to say, we'll have to ask him about that. So he, he acknowledged it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, he was definitely, you know, he was, I think he was waiting to to talk, to gloat about that one a little bit. So, (laughs) um, yeah, it was pretty funny and I obviously like probably a pretty big deal for him. So, so yeah, Yeah, there you go. I don't know if you've noticed his 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 new big joke now. Um, whenever he asks us, he's like, "Who are we trying to get tonight, huh? The whole fucking team." Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He said that the last few times, so I, I love that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because we're just like, yeah, we'll get anyone, you know. Right. So yeah, yeah. So um, so yeah, it's good. Always good to have a, a, a an ally there on the other side of the fence. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah. So um, so yeah. Again, like a lot of superstars coming out. Scherzer was the first person out. Uh, Verlander came out. Uh, Francisco Lindor was pretty early to come out, I would say. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was kind of a funny situation that happened because so pretty much whenever we're at the bus, like I'm uh, I'm standing on the left side. Jack is on the right. And with whoever is like in order of the thing, there's pretty much like a ripple effect of like the first kind of, usually the person up front will spot someone down the walkway coming out towards the bus and then they'll like relay to relay it over their shoulder and it'll kind of like telephone on down to the group like who's coming um so everyone can get ready um Lindor was coming and Jack I think you were like you you made him as well and I kind of turned to tell you and uh you were facing you were like completely turned to your left and like <laughs> I said like we kind of I turned and like your face was right there in front of me and I said like oh geez we almost kissed each other right there 
<laughs> and what did, do you remember what you said, Jack? I, I think I, I said if if we get Lindor, I might I might just kiss you. Yeah, but, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I recall as well. Um, yeah. But uh, I, you know, we did not get Lindor, so you no. know. Uh, fill in the fill in the rest of that story, but um, <laughs> but yeah, so that was that was kind of a funny and in, in the chaos. I'm surprised that that's never happened before, but in the chaos of all that, like yeah, that was uh, that that happened. So right um, to my left, Jack, uh, there was this little kid. Um, he was kind of like I don't know if he was from New York. He kind of had like a New York vibe, like a New York little kid vibe. Like he was kind of like a loudmouth kid, uh, kind of like a pushy kid. Um, so he was, um, I think he was taking cell or he was getting pictures. Like I think his dad was actually taking pictures with him and the players and stuff. But, um, Eduardo Escobar came out and, um, uh, Escobar earlier in the game, like rolled his ankle and looked like he was maybe seriously hurt. He, he ended up staying in the game and being fine. Um, but when Escobar came out, um, the little kid kind of like, he wanted a picture, uh, with him, And so like, he like, he goes like like as Escobar is coming over, he the little kid kind of leans in and he goes like move like to me, <laughs> and I was like, oh geez okay, and like I'm like you know I was moving anyway, but like yeah, and so like he like kind of like pushed his way in there to make sure he got like his picture and his autograph and stuff. I he he got his autograph with my marker by the way, which in yeah. retrospect I was thinking he he had a they were signing his glove his baseball glove and yep. I was thinking like I don't know how great. Um, like signing like leather is good for for my for my sharpie so like sure it, it was actually maybe like kind of degrading my sharpie a little bit which like is not cool um so so yeah i i i feel like you know sometimes in the heat of the moment a player will just run with the same sharpie uh, which might come into uh play later on yep but it's like you know if it's your sharpie that's kind of you know that's like four or five extra autographs that's that are coming out of that pen and if it's these people who are getting autographs on like a hat or a glove, like it's like, that's not the ideal surface that you're running that Sharpie over. So, no. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if like, I, I'm not, I would prefer to not be in that situation going forward, but we'll, we'll see. That's yeah. kind of hard to No, manage. that's yeah. That's, that's totally valid. Uh, the glove was an improvised autograph thing too. Like the, the kid didn't have anything to get signed. And, and the dad was like, yeah, have him sign your glove. Have him sign your glove. Ugh. Uh, that dad was a, a loser anyway. Um, yeah. You know, the, ne- the next night on Wednesday, he cost me Francisco uh, Alvarez's autograph. Uh, he, he kept wanting selfies, and it's like if you want a if you want a selfie or a picture with a guy, it's like get that or the autograph, but don't ask for two things. Yeah. Um, we've been screwed by that multiple times. Hughes, we got screwed by that. Um, uh, you got screwed by it for the Ross Ca- thing. Ca- it's just like it, Castellanos. It's just a, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Castellanos. Yeah. So it's just a, it, it, you're bound to get screwed when, when the selfies start happening. Um, I was surprised to get Escobar, uh, Thursday night, the night I got Kirby, uh, Escobar signed again as well. Uh, I've heard that he's, a, I've now heard that he's a pretty good signer. So I suppose we shouldn't yeah. have been too surprised. I think if I recall correctly, he got, he got on the bus and then he got off. Right. Um, yes, I believe. Yeah, I believe yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. So because yeah. it kind of caught us by surprise. Um, I did ask him as he was signing. I said, like, uh, Eduardo, how's the ankle? And uh, what did he say, Jack? Um, I think he, he just said, like, it's good, right? Like, didn't <laughs> yeah. he? Yeah, it's yeah. good. Yeah. He, yeah, he was he was laid back about it, too. But he was like, yeah, yeah, it's good. So, uh, yeah, that was that, that was like Alza like, Gubby's win. It's always fun. You know, 
Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Um, nice. Next, I think I, I was just with Chris on Wednesday night, and he brought up that shirt again. So everybody, uh, everybody remembers that shirt he was wearing. Oh, um, nice. Okay, yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. Uh, so also on this team, uh, oddly enough, is Tommy Pham. Yeah, our buddy. Um, he's just kind of a reserve outfielder for them. Uh, we got his autograph last year. You got him on a card, Jeremy. So uh, mm-hmm. as Fam was coming out, you said, J- Jack, we got a chance to double dip here. I had his card. I really wanted him on a card. Um, uh, so he's, yeah. com- he's coming out, and the only way I can describe this is that he was in character. Yeah. Um, he was walking extremely slow, like almost like a, like a zombie from like a 60s horror movie. Um, like I think there's generally an agreed upon pace at which people walk, and like he was, he was at least a step and a half slower than that. To the point where the security guard was in front of him and was like, you know, trying not to walk too too fast in front of him. It was it was ridiculous. He comes out, he turns the corner and uh, to go onto the bus after he uh, exits the stadium, and he we ask him for his autograph and he looks at us and he just keeps he just keeps staring at us and then he turns and walks on the bus. I thought he was gonna sign. Yeah, no, it was weird. It, it's. It's hard to yeah. It's hard to like like um just like to vocalize the 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 minor like the the micro like reactions that are happening like in this in this moment. But like yeah, he kind of looks because he did that last year too. He kind of he did give that like that thousand yard stare last yeah. year, but then came over and signed. This year he just did it and like uh and just went on the bus and like yeah, it did it did seem like he was maybe gonna sign again. Um. He, uh, I think, I think what happened in reality is that he looked at how many people were out there or yeah. honestly, based on what happened last year, if you go back and I think, listen to a Reds episode, I think it was a Reds episode. Um, you know, he, he kind of like set up uh, Brandon Drury with like some, with some women who were out there. So maybe he scoped <laughs> for like some women to maybe do the same situation and didn't see any and then got on the bus. I don't know. Sure. But, uh, but yeah, like it was, um, yeah, he just got on. So we, you know, it was a whiff on him. I had his rookie card, so that would have been cool to yeah. get, but, uh, yeah, it was not to be. No, it was, it was funny though. He doesn't, he doesn't disappoint. Um, no. So that was, uh, that was good stuff. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was, um, we got, we got a couple of other, we got one other Mets autograph, I guess we can mention. Um, besides Escobar, Brandon Nimmo signed. Yeah. Um, he signs for everybody all the time. Uh, on Wednesday night, I wasn't super happy with the with the card I got him on, so I got him on uh, th- this most recent Heritage that he had, and his his card is a little bit busy at the bottom, and so his autograph didn't really come out that well because you can't see it. So the next night, I got him on a different card, and the autograph looks a little better on that. Um, uh, Jeremy, I think this is the first road player that I am officially retired from. So I don't, I don't, I feel like I don't, I don't need Brandon Nimmo anymore. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I got him. I had, I actually had two cards. I saw that he was only doing one per um, uh-huh. on, on, you know, on Tuesday night. I had two cards just because it was, it was really hard to to choose. So I figured, like, you know, if he was gonna sign, you know, I'd see if he would do both. There was a guy next to our us. Um, who who um, was just a whole thing, which we, there's too much to talk about to get into. But he had three cards of him, three identical cards. Um, oh God! And Nimmo only signed one of them, and uh, you know it's like I, which is the right move. Um, but uh, but yeah, so I um yeah you know I'm I'm totally happy with the one I got. I got him signing this tops now card of him like making this catch at the wall, which was super cool. Um, I will say though, his heritage card this year, which heritage just came out last week, it's the same picture. So I probably would have, if I knew that I would probably would have gotten it on the heritage cause it's a little cheaper of a card. Um, but, uh, yeah, this, 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 um, card that I got him on is a really cool shot of him, like making this like 
game saving, this home run robbing catch. So pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. And Jeremy, um, I, I'd forgotten about that guy. Uh, you know, I saw that he was in the notes, but we did a little bit of editing uh, that you're talking to. You're right. Too much to get into for this it's, one. This, um, that guy was too much to talk about, but he was just yeah. uh, he was just a he was an autograph freak for sure. Yeah, uh, folks. Yeah. If you want to hear about him, just let us know. Maybe we'll do a future episode and we have more time. But yeah. uh, not, not today. Not today for that one. Couldn't shake that motherfucker. OK. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, so as we were walking, Jeremy, I'll, I'll let you describe this. <laughs> This next thing, but yeah. th- we saw this guy as we were walking uh, down Waveland to go to the Cubs, uh, the Cubs autograph. Yeah, the the Mets had packed up shop. The the last bus left, so we were kind of making it. We were making a quick, uh, you know, hightail over to the Cubs parking lot to see what we could salvage. And as we got to the corner there of Waveland and Sheffield, uh, there was like a guy uh, dressed in a full Spider-Man costume. And this is in Times Square or like uh, uh, Hollywood Boulevard where these guys dress up and take pictures with people and get paid to do it. This guy was just walking around Wrigley field, Wrigleyville, um, at, at like 10 30 at night, um, uh, in a Spider-Man costume. Um, he didn't look, uh, like he was doing too well either. Like it no. looked like that was maybe the only thing he had going on. Uh, and, uh, but he had the full Spider-Man. Costume. He had the mask pulled up, uh, if I recall correctly, but, um, like yeah, I don't even, he was, yeah. he was an old guy. It was he was he old guy? Yeah, mean, he was like he was like seventy years old. <laughs> yeah, that okay for sure. Yeah, he definitely wasn't like a kid, and he wasn't no. like a teenager. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I just I didn't really look at his face too much, but I just I could tell that there was like some like shit like five o'clock shadow or stubble or something. Like the guy didn't look like he was, uh, you know, he was, looked like he was on some hard times or something. But he was dressed in a full Spider Man costume, which is you know more you can say, than you can say for some people. So, um, yeah, I don't know. That was it. And we kind of looked at each other. <laughs> I think we just. I think I might have said like, "You see that, right?" And you're like, "Yeah." yeah and we just kept walking. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Um, so we got to the Cubs bus, and uh, Chris had decided to leave. He didn't join us. Um, that night. Uh, so it was just me and Jeremy, and we got over there, and it was just us two, and then there was one other couple who had been there. They were in their twenties or early thirties, um, mm-hmm. so kind of the, kind of around the same age as us. And they're from um, like Rockford, I think, too, or something like uh, that. yeah, or was it Peoria? Or was it Peoria? Okay, yeah, one yeah, I think two. yeah. So I think it was Peoria. I mean, you know, probably similar type of cities. I've never been to Peoria, uh, and not Rockford in years. But anyway, yeah, they were from one of those Illinois towns, um, and uh, uh, they had told us that there was some big fight. That it happened, yeah. uh, and Chris was actually telling me about that on Wednesday. Oh, okay. Like, I guess it was Cubs employees, like uh, you know, some of the people that wear the blue sh- shirts, like just got into this massive brawl, and I guess it killed the mood uh, oh. over there, and like that's why there were so few people there when we got there. Interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So that was uh, provided a little context for that. Anyway, we get to talking to these people. We're just trying to find out, um, you know, who had been there, who signed, like you do, um, and you know, the the guy asks us. He's like, hey, so you guys are you guys from around here? And we're like, uh, oh yeah, yeah, we are. He's like, oh, do you know Keegan Moynihan? <laughs> and uh, that was one of those things where like, you know, you tell someone you're like, oh yeah, I you know I work at the uh, Starbucks on Clark and Montrose. It's like, oh, do you know uh, do you know Alice? It's like, oh yeah, we work together. But it's yeah. like, it's such a it's such a small town <laughs> thing to like ask a big city person like if they know somebody. It's like yeah. there's like millions of people here. Now, the guy did say, like, oh, yeah, he's a pretty serious grapher, to which Jeremy and I acknowledge, like, we probably know his face. But, like, to just lead with that, like, oh, do you live in Chicago? Oh, do you know this guy? It was just a, kind of a ridiculous moment. <laughs> and the fact that his name was so weird, too. Like, Ke- yeah. Kean Moynihan. And it's yeah. like, what? Like, 
Yeah, and it's like even if we did know him, like we don't even know these people's names. Like we're lucky that we got Chris's name, and we you yes. know. But like we know, there's the Dominic or uh, Carmine guy. <laughs> like right. So like you know whatever. Like it's like it's not about the names necessarily. It's all about the graphs. So like right. You know no one's no one's adding anyone to their address book. Um, when no. They, when they talk. Um. So so yeah. I don't know. I I thought I was giving him like a an olive branch by saying like yeah you probably know his face. But it's kind of like no of course not dude. Like what what are you talking about? <laughs> um. So yeah I think uh so then they like um kind of got out of there. Uh, they left. I think they maybe went. I think maybe they saw Christopher Morrell no. or they they saw. No, somebody. you know what? They went. They went after Miles Master Boney. Oh Jesus! Really? Yeah, he exited like through the side, and then I I think they went after him. Either that, or they just left that the same way Miles Master Boney did. Um, right. Which is just as likely. But yeah, you're right. They they peeled off uh, soon enough. They were only with us for about you know maybe ten maybe less than ten minutes, and and we were alone except for one other girl who we'll get to in a second um yeah, yeah well yeah right yeah that's true true um in in somewhere in in that interim or in in that time there um tommy hadavi came out and i did get tommy hadavi yeah um, on his on his rookie card which is very very cool i got him at cubs convention but i didn't have his card at that point so i just got him on like that signature like a blank signature card um so i ordered his card and uh I spotted him and I called him over and I got him, uh, which was very cool. It, we we should say too, like it, we haven't really kind of talked about this that much, but it is super hard to to recognize guys who are not easily recognizable, like at the Cubs, yeah, because yeah. they're walking across. They're first of all, they're like half a block away, um, and they're also walking like against Clark Street, which is lit. And it's not really well lit over where we're at. So, like, they're kind of backlit. So, it's hard to see their faces. They're mostly in silhouette. So, like, you you really it's, – sometimes it's, like, kind of like a Hail Mary. And I have to say Tommy Hadovy is kind of like a nondescript-looking guy. So, um, I kind of threw a Hail Mary over there. And it, it was Hadovy, and he came over and signed. So, I was super happy about that. Um, and then, um, yeah, so that was good. Um, after that, at, at some point, um, I guess after that couple left – um, we see a guy coming out and we're like, who's that? Like, you know, you can tell it's a player. We were like, who is that? And we were like, I think that's smiley. I think that's Drew yep. smiley. And so did, was I, did I call him over? Yeah, you called him over. Uh, that was, that was a good call. Cause he had on a white hat and he, he was looking at the ground. Um, like he was trying to just not draw any attention. So that was a, that was a good make on your part. Yeah. So I, I called him over. I, I, I have to say that I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident with, with Cubs, um, mm-hmm. knowing their faces and stuff. So it's, it's kind of a whole different ball game. Like, um, there's only a few that I, I wouldn't know. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so we called smiley over and smiley came over, which was super cool because we've seen him a couple times and haven't yep. really had a chance to, to get him or to call him over or, or what. I don't know yep. if I, I'm sure he signed for other people, but like, I, he's not a name that you hear signs a lot. So. No, Dominic and Carmine said that he signed for him a couple times, which isn't yeah. surprising because he's there like every night. But I guess there is there is some precedent for it. But yeah, yeah, you're right when you say that we'd never heard much about it before that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, one reason why I was ecstatic to to get him was because uh, um, I had just gotten in his tops now card from his um, uh, almost no hit bid uh his almost perfect game bid which um was uh april 21st now that i'm looking at the tops now card so um so yeah so uh it it, they made a tops now card of it um i got i ordered like five of them 
Um, I ended up getting a parallel of it, which was pretty cool, like one number to 49. Um, like, eh, it's too much to get into. But they, they insert random parallels that are numbered, and so I got one, which is pretty cool. But I also have five base uh, versions of it. So I brought it to the game, had him sign it, um, and uh, I, I said to him as he was signing, I'm like, yeah, yeah, Drew, I just, uh, you know, just got this card in. Um, and he's like, oh, yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. So, um, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's about that, that game where he almost threw the perfect game. Jack, uh, said to him, um, yeah, yeah, Drew, we were at that game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Drew goes, what, what game? <laughs> and I said like, uh, the, uh, and then, you know, for, I kind of like hesitated for a second and I was like, uh, the, uh, the, the near perfect game. And he's like, oh yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, cause you never know, like, is that a sore subject? Is he still a little salty about it? Right. He seemed pretty nonplussed ultimately about it. Yeah. Yeah. And almost like he'd forgotten that it had happened. (laughs) Um, I, I, uh, you know, sort of surmised and I think in a way this is true. Like when, when that happens, uh, when anything happens to a guy, except for something like career altering, like a perfect game. It sort of just wash, you know, just just washes over them, just like rolls off of them like a, you know, water off a duck's back. Like, you know, and you think about it like you see a guy get buzzed by like a 98 mile per hour fastball and he has to go down and like then get right back in the box right away. Like if if I almost got hit in the head with a 98 mile per hour fastball, I'd be thinking about it for the next for weeks. (laughs) I'd be like, fuck, man, that could have killed me. And these guys got to get right back in there. You know, they crash into walls. Um, you know, all, all, all sorts of stuff. They fail in front of like 40,000 people plus millions of watching at home. Like that's just kind of the mentality you got to have. So I, I agree with you, Jeremy. I was like, man, maybe we shouldn't bring that game up. Like maybe, he, you know, that's a sore spot, but he probably hasn't thought about that game. And since it happened. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so yeah, anyway, it was, it was cool for, for me to get him on that card because we were at that game. So, uh, these, the thing about these tops now cards, when they make them about specific events, uh, I've been trying to get them signed for games that I, that I'm at. So, um, it's, it's, it, it adds an, even a, a, another cooler layer to, to collecting those specific cards. Um, we were talking about it afterwards and Jack mentioned to me, he's like, you know, Smiley never saw this card before. It just came out. Like it just like they print them and then they ship them out. And so like, I had just gotten mine in. So he said that I, you said, Jack, that I was probably the first guy to have to ever to like get that card signed by him. Yeah. Um, which is super cool. Um, real quick, Jack, uh, I'm in like a Facebook group for people who specifically get tops heritage card signed. Uh-huh. They're kind of like the best cards to get signed. Um, just because of the card stock that they're on. And a lot of them are nice portraits and stuff. So Pete, there's there's a huge like uh, uh you know scene for people getting tops heritage cards signed specifically. So I'm in this group. Heritage came out last Wednesday. So some people got the cards that day and then went out to games to graph. Someone posted a picture. He got Joey Wendell um on his his 2023 tops heritage card, and Wendell said it was like the fir- I guess Wendell said it was the first card that he it's the first time he's signing that card. So he had, he had Wendell sign his name and then underneath it, he wrote first sign, cool, um, which is super cool. I don't know if that's a thing. Um, but like now I'm kind of kicking myself for not having Drew, Drew Smiley sign that, um, on my card. But like, I don't know, like I'm, I'm going to try to do that maybe with another tops now card in the future. So I don't know. 
Yeah, absolutely, man. That's uh, that's awesome. I'm surprised Joey Wendell didn't just stiff that guy, though. I was um, thinking, like, what the hell did this guy do that I that I didn't? Like, what does he have that I don't have? <laughs> Maybe the card for the first time. I don't know, but um, but yeah, like I got famously stiffed by by Joey Wendell. So yeah. Anyway, wow. Yeah. What a, what a what a yeah what a thing. Um. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I don't really know when this girl. Came. It was after I, Smiley. It was after. Yeah. Smiley. It must have been after Smiley because I was like, she wasn't there when Smiley was there. No. Um, Okay, but yeah, so anyway, she's just all of it. There's this girl that's all of a sudden behind us. And yeah. She's maybe like in her early 20s, I think, or mid 20s. I think that's um, fair, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and so she's just kind of standing there with us, and then she starts she starts talking to us yeah. about stuff uh, and, and kind of starts very oddly giving us her life story as if we're like uh, a, a team of therapists or something. <laughs> um, she, yeah. Go ahead. Go. She, she, yeah, no. Well, she 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 also first of all she she talked about how she used to uh, get autographs with her dad. She yeah. Um, wait, hold yeah. on, Jack, real quick. She yeah. I think the first thing she said something like, "So, uh, you know, who are you guys waiting for?" And like I and we weren't really looking at her at her at that at that point. She just kind of threw it out there, and then we kind of turned and looked at her, and then she kind of she goes like, "Oh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I don't want to bother you," <laughs> and we're like. Nah, it's okay. It's okay. And she's like, so yeah. So who are you trying to get? And we were just like, you know, anyone, like everyone, like we want, I actually said like, we're trying to get some of the lower coaches, which sounded kind of like insulting, but like, I was trying to, you know, explain to her that it's like, it was a dual purpose thing. One saying that like, we'll get anyone. And two, like, you know, there's no one else big left. So we're just trying to get whatever. So maybe she would buzz off, but, um, but yeah, so she, then she started talking to us about like her dad and stuff, going to games with her dad. Yeah. Going to games with her dad. And then, then she started talking about how like the players won't sign for adults. And then she like, um, she, <laughs> yeah. she got on her haunches. Like she just like, uh, lowered herself and she's like, yeah, sometimes I pretend to be like this. And like, you know, she gets real low and like pretends to be a kid, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was very strange. Yeah, she and she she squatted down and like held her hand up like she was getting like she's a little short kid getting an autograph and then they're like and then sometimes they're like no you know you're an adult I'm not signing for you and we're like she was like like playing out this whole like scenario and we're like yeah 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 you know and yeah, uh, yeah it was it was weird. Um, no, that, that, yeah, it's exactly what happened. Um, I don't I don't really she she wasn't there for more than a couple minutes. No, she did. She, was, she did apologize again, though. At some point, she was like, "I'm sorry if I'm bothering you" or something like. And we're like, "No, it's okay." Like, you know, whatever. And yeah, um, yeah. but then yeah, no, eventually, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of felt sorry for her to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, but then she was like, "Well, all right, I guess I'm going home. I'll see you guys later or something." <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what she said. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, and then she just left, and, and Jeremy said to me, he's like, man, you and I have parted ways with less words than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, like, gave, like, a, a like a sincere goodbye, like, you know, like, you know, hope, you know, we'll see you again. I mean, I, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe she, like, like, maybe she liked one of us or something. I don't know. Like, I'm, that's usually not my go-to assumption, but, like, I, she's kind of seemed to be, like, spinning her wheels, like, like someone who would like if I talked to Kate Upton or something like I would have been like oh yeah so you know my dad used to take me to these games and uh, you know oh look I'm squatting down I'm a kid like and Kate Upton's just like yeah whatever just leave you know like yeah and then then you would you would apologize profusely yeah I'm sorry Kate I know you're about yeah (laughs) so I don't know it was it was a it was a weird scenario and like she also like yeah she had like a hat on she kind of looked like a little kid a little bit like it was weird like she looked like 
I don't know. Just she, yeah, it was, it was a weird uh, scenario, but, um, but she did literally leave. Like we, we interacted for like, I'd say two minutes and then she was gone. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, and a way too sincere of a goodbye for that. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, I think you and I stuck, we, uh, stuck around for a couple more minutes. Uh, I think they, we, we were there till they said, okay, guys, that's it. Um, I, pro- Ross probably came out and didn't sign for us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that was, that was it for that night. But, uh, you know, we still had, we still had the reds to go. Yeah, exactly. I think we might've been waiting. We might've been softly waiting for Danny Holson. Yes, um, we were like assistant pitching coach or whatever he is. Um, but, uh, nothing in sight there. Um, so yeah, so we called it a night. Um, uh, you know, uh, you ended up, um, doing the bus the next night. I did the bus the night after that. I saw Keith Hernandez. He didn't come out. Mm -hmm. Um, I went to the Cubs. I got stiffed. So that was a bust. Uh, but we were, we were all looking forward to the Reds game. We were kind of, we had high hopes just kind of like we did for the Marlins, uh, game. Um, and, uh, it did not disappoint. Uh, that's for sure. It kind of started. We, um, we met at the gate. Um, I really hoofed it over there to make it for gates for, for gates open. Um, and I got there with like a minute to spare, I think. Um, but I met you in line. Um, we were we were behind. I, I don't have this in the notes, but we were behind um, a, a kid w- with a Tyler Stevenson jersey. And I looked above the the nameplate of Stevenson, and it was signed by Zach Hampel, who's yep. like that shithead ball hawk guy who like fucking knocks kids over and smir- smirmed his way into like that mili- military game that was only supposed to be for family. The guy's a fucking disease. Um, and this kid got his autograph on his jersey, which sucks. Um, so we kind of remarked about that. Uh, but the gates opened. We rushed right into the right field corner. Um, and we got in place right away. And pretty much right away, we got on the wall. And Graham Ashcraft was uh, like kind of long tossing or stretching or whatever. And someone next to us asked, asked for him. And he kind of made a motion like, yeah, I'm going to do two more sprints. And then, you know, I can sign. Um, and before we could, before we could even like, you know, like get our bearings straight, he came over and and signed for everybody. Yeah. Jeremy, um, that's not instant ink, but that, that there's something to that. And like, we we should come up with a name for that. Cause it's sort of the same thing as what happened with you with Ethan Roberts at the Cubs convention. Yeah. It's like you get to a place and you just immediately get an autograph before like you even understand what's going on. Um, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was definitely what happened with Ashcraft, man. Like, uh, you know, I maybe it was even you, or maybe you waved at the same time as, as whoever else it was that got it. But yeah, he literally like made eye contact and was like, "All right, yeah, I'll come over in two. So he ran a couple sprints, and yeah, he came over and signed for us. And um, you know, he was he was one of like probably the top five guys that we both wanted. Um, yeah. he's got a lot of promise. Um, he's supposed to be one of their guys in the rotation. So yeah, cool to get him right off the bat. Yeah, it was so quick that I like I um. <clears throat> I've had this pen in reserve that I've been um, wanting to use for the right occasion. And I kind of like pulled that out first and I kind of just went with it and signed it. And his auto turned out a little streaky for my taste, but uh, Mm -hmm. it's still, it's not bad. It's not that bad. Um, uh, But, uh, but yeah, so it it was just, that it was crazy. And then it kind of didn't let up from there. Um, Yeah. We were kind of like on the wall, like watching these guys. And I I guess probably, probably the first thing we noticed was that Joey Votto was there stretching. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Uh, I did not have a Votto card, um, which immediately I'm like, why didn't I just bring a Votto card? I don't know why mm. I didn't. Yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, I, guess, I guess, yeah, we can we can just kind of uh, get into that a little bit. Uh, might as well just tell the whole Joey Votto thing now. Um, Votto, was, Votto was by the sidelines. He was just talking to random people, uh, Nick Senzel, Derek Johnson, the pitching coach. Um, he was doing, like, some half-hearted sprints and, like, you know, some stretches, I guess. Uh, but mm-hmm. he was also, like, every once in a while would do this, like, a weird dance move that sort of looked like a stretch. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I don't think there's any timetable for Votto's return. He's just He's been injured all year. This is totally a lost season for him. Um, Jeremy, you speculated. You're like, yeah, he's probably just happy to be in Chicago. Um, yeah. And, you know, he probably was. We uh, There was a kid by us who, who was calling for him, and, like, Votto would kind of wave but not come over. We were sort of lingering around the area where we might be able to get him. Uh, you know, bottom line is we never ended up getting him. But I said to Jeremy at one point, I was like, yeah, like he's probably not going to come over until he's done working. And by like working, I meant stretching and stuff. And you're, Jer- you were like, uh, yeah, he's not working. I mean, it's what he's <laughs> doing, but like he's not working. And yeah, he wasn't. He was just fucking around on the field. But yeah. uh, whatever. Ultimately, we didn't get him. But it was it was funny that he was there and, and doing that. It- Jeremy, you got you ended up getting a Votto card, uh, but you got it from a guy who I think is is appropriately named the Gray Grapher. Yeah, right. So I I was trying to think of a name for him. We have the Grizzled Grapher, but this we is have the, the green. We have the Green Grapher too. <laughs> Who's the Green Grapher? I forgot. He, he was that fucking guy who thought he was going to get like all those superstar players at that game. Yeah, you remember oh, that? that's right. Yeah, that's and right. And you know, right. I kept saying like, oh yeah, that guy didn't sign, and he was like, oh well, it only takes one time for it to happen. It's like, yeah, <laughs> Darvish isn't going to sign tonight, dude. Um, <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. So the Greg Graffer. Actually, we I heard his name later on, but I don't even want to like use that. It's like I we we gotta give these guys like fake names. So like yeah, the Greg yeah. Graffer I think is good. He was um this guy is we've seen around before. I've definitely seen yep. him around before. Um, Chris mentioned that he didn't like the guy, and I, I, I can yeah I could kind of see yeah, that. I can see that too. So at one point I was next to the guy, uh, and he was yeah. just talking to me. And whatever. Uh, and, you know, he does know the rules of graphing, which is fine. He's just kind of a, a, a sourpuss. Um, but like, <laughs> yes, he's, that's, a good, that's a good way to yeah, put it. Yeah, because he said to me, he's like, hey, hey, we got to take it easy over here. They're going to kick us out. And I was like, yeah, all, all right, dude, whatever. That is, oh, there was another thing that an exchange between you guys, too. Do you remember that? <laughs> no, t- I, I don't. I can't so, remember what. So um, the guy goes to the guy says to Jack, like, Hey, you know, you got to call him over or else they'll never come over here. <laughs> and, uh, and Jack goes like, yeah, I know. We do this a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, the guy goes I, like, I oh, did, okay, okay. I did I did say that, but it's like, yeah, dude, I yeah, I know we got to call him. Like, don't don't tell me what to do, okay? Right. And I think he said, he's like, hey, I called that guy over. So, like, you call the next one over. It's like, yeah, all right, uh, all right dude. Okay. All right, all right, whatever, man. Yeah, it yeah. did. It kind of seemed like he was kind of making us, he kind of wanted us to to do some of the the dirty work there yeah so it was it was weird and like you said that and uh i was kind of like all right jack's thrown down a little bit all right yeah and uh and then when the guy gave me so then like so okay so like that that all all that stuff happened at about the same time we saw vado the guy heard us like he heard us see vado and talk about it and i i said to jack i'm like i didn't bring one of his fucking cards i can't believe it and um you walked. You went down the line a little bit to get a little closer to Vado to see if you could get him. Um, you did say something like, "I don't want to lose my place," and the gray the gray grapher did say, "Like you're not going to lose your place." <laughs> like, yeah, he did say that. It's yeah. kind of funny, but um, and so he, I guess the the gray grapher saw me kind of hanging back, um, 
and like watching you go for Vado. And then he, he turned his page and he's like, he's like, Hey, I got an extra Vado that I keep in my book, you know, in my book. It doesn't really mean too much to me. So, you know, you can, you can have it if, if you want. And, uh, I was like, really? Like, and he's like, yeah, sure, man. Uh, and I'm like, I'd be happy to pay you for it. And he's like, no, it's fine. And he's, he goes like, you know, just consider it, uh, you know, one grapher to another, like, you know, it's what, it's what graphers do or, nice. you know, something like that. So I was like, okay, man, cool. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. And I'm like, you know, Hey, if it doesn't, if he doesn't sign, I'm happy to give it back to you. He's like, yeah, what, you know, whatever. And so, you know, I, with this vital card now I got, I tried, I inserted myself in the game a little bit. Um, and, uh, yeah, we kind of went down the line a little bit, got a little closer to him. Um, and he was still, you know, and we were, we were, you got to play it cool because if you come over too soon, like it's going to, uh, you know, ruin the deal. Uh, maybe security would come over and say something. Um, so you're kind of just hanging back. You're kind of just waiting. And he's so close. I kept saying to Jack, I'm like, he's so close, man. Like, you know, he, we're so close to getting his autograph and, and, you know, just, we can't do anything. Um, yep. in the meantime, while this happened, a slew of other Reds players came over and like that little kid who was like trying to get Vado, um, called a lot of these guys over and um i ended up getting alexis diaz uh, mm-hmm. because of him which was really cool um alex young came over and i got him on a card um and then i actually spotted uh brandon williamson um starting pitcher who came over he actually came over from the mariners in the jesse winker a eugenio suarez trade not it wasn't the luis castillo trade but uh, he was a second round pick um, I got I, I called him over and he can't he signed for me which was really cool I like was ecstatic that I found his card he doesn't have many cards and I didn't think I had any so I got him I was very happy about that um, and uh, so one thing that happened though was um, I think it was while Alex Young was signing um, we we've this kid approached us and it turns out that it was the kid who was in line in front of us in the Stevenson jersey yep. the tyler stevenson jersey he came over and he was like hey uh you know he was asking us about stevenson who do we get is stevenson over did you see stevenson where's stevenson can i get stevenson <laughs> and uh and so uh alex young uh came over and like the kid straight up he got his autograph and he's like hey uh where's tyler like where's tyler stevenson and uh alex young is like oh yeah i don't know and uh then he's like actually and he looked in the batting cage and he's like yeah he's actually in the cage right now and he's like but i don't know if he's coming over here and uh, so whatever. Um, but then like, I don't know, 10 minutes later or something, 15 minutes la- later, we look over and the kid has gotten Stevenson over. And so he's getting Tyler Stevenson's autograph. So we kind of rush over there. And um, yeah, I, I packed a card of his. It's like this insert card that's like the 1989 Tops design. Um, it's like says number one prospect on it. And I got him on that card. I came over. I got him on the card. It was really cool. Um, he had just finished signing for this kid. So he signed the kid's Tyler Stevenson jersey, which is fucking befouled by this Zach Hample bullshit yeah. autograph. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, hopefully he didn't see the, the Hample thing on there. He probably would have told the kid to, you know, uh, go screw. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. I So the kid, he signed for the kid. The kid got a selfie with him. He was, and then he walked away and, he, and like, I gave him like a little thumbs up, like, you know, way to go, kid. I said, congrats, like, you know. You got him. Awesome. Congrats. And the kid was like, oh, he, it was, it wasn't quite like the kid breaking down in tears after getting Reese Hoskins, but I could tell the kid was like super, super psyched. He's like, oh my God. Yes. This is so awesome. Like, and it was a cool moment. It was a, it was a legit cool moment. And then Jack, I don't think you heard this, but 
when I went up to Stevenson and I got his autograph, I just said to him like, Hey Tyler, you made that kid's day. And he's Did like, he react to it. He said, thank you very much. And like, <laughs> I don't think he, I don't think he heard, I don't think he understood what I said or heard me. Or I actually think maybe he might've thought that I, that he was saying like that. I was talking to the third person about myself or something, which is super embarrassing. But, yeah. uh, or he said like, he's like, he's no, he said, appreciate it. Um, yeah. And I was like, okay, like, I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, maybe you didn't hear me, but whatever. So, like, it wasn't about him. It was about the kid. So, like, um, so, yeah, whatever. So, the kid was super excited that he got Tyler Stevenson. I was excited because I got him, too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, no, and that, did, I don't know if you saw what happened when I got him. I think I was the last person he signed for. But, okay. like, he, si- he signed for me. And then, like, I, I, you know, I carry a binder, and so I had the card on the binder. He signs the card, and he kind of just throws my marker down on the binder, and then he, and then he leaves. Okay. Um, like he, like he signed it, and then he, he just kind of like he like slapped the marker down on my binder, and I was like, damn, dude, all right, but oh, I'll take the, I'll take, I'll take the autograph. He wasn't, I don't think he was mad or anything. He was just like in a hurry and, and done I, signing. Yeah, I think he, I, as I walked over, um like kind of like to to like kind of clean up the the trail of that kid like i i saw him look over at the people starting to come over to him and i i could tell like he was like ah shit and like i actually thought he was going to peel away after he signed for that kid but he did to his credit he signed for for the four people that can't kind of came over there and then got got the heck out of there but uh yeah i I think we were lucky to get him i Um, think we were too yeah yeah i can't remember if he signed at the bus but like fuck it we got him which is cool yeah um yeah, uh, so uh, Will Benson came over too. I didn't have his autograph, but um, you know, Jer- Jeremy, uh, you you thought he was Reaver San Martin, right? Yeah. So yeah. So this guy's so so he's off in the distance, and this guy and like he was coming over, and I heard like some kids say like who who is that, and then I looked and I'm like, I'm like I think that's Raver San Martin, and he's like who, and I'm like I'm like I, I said like is that Raver San Martin or something like that, and the kids at who? And I'm like, Raver San Martin. And, uh, I was like, and we, I had gotten him last year on a card. So I was kind of like, well, I don't need him. So I kind of stepped back and the kid wanted him. So I let the kid get in there. The kid got his autograph on just a ball. So it's, he didn't have to know his name. Uh, but then the gray grapher was, was next to us. And, um, I think he said like, who, who is that? And I think I said Raver San Martin, (laughs) but as he got closer, I looked at him and I'm like, ah, I'm not sure who I'm not sure if that's Raver San Martin, but it was like I kind of had kind of excused myself of the situation, so I kind of felt like like um like uh uh responsible for the situation, but at the same time, I was also like, well, you know, I never said for sure it's him. So I was kind of just out of it. And as he got closer, I'm like, I think this is Will Benson. But he was too close for me to then turn to everyone and be like, I actually think that's Will Benson. Like, he was right there. So I couldn't say it. Yep. And so basically, and I had a Will Benson card. So basically, Jack, you you were lucky because you just had no skin in this game yeah. whatsoever. No, no. It was uh, nice. Yeah. Uh, but um, as so the gray grapher then turns to his page where he has Raver San Martin, puts the, the, the binder under the, the net because we should mention all of these autographs are under this net. Um, and the guy, the Will Benson looks at the page and he's like, I'm not on there. And then he's like, you're not. And, um, and then I go, <laughs> I just go, then he kind of takes a step back and I go, will. And then he just like runs off the field basically. Um, 
And then I, then after he walked away, I'm like, Oh man, like that was Will Benson. And he's like, he's like the great graphers. Like what? It was, he's like, I had him. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm like, I had him too, man. I had him too. But, uh, but yeah, I, so I, I did, I guess I'm responsible for, for passing off that misinformation in that situation. Yeah, no. And the fallout of that, Jeremy was at the bus. The great graffer was at the bus too. Yeah. And, uh, and he, he goes to Jeremy goes, well, we know they got Will Benson now. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. And like then I, got, yeah. He, and then I apologize memory to him. for sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He probably never, I honestly, like if he like, like liked, well, we'll get, we can get into that a little bit, but like. If he, you know, he's an older guy, I could tell like, he was kind of old school and like had like maybe didn't like younger people graphing. And, um, you know, he might have like wasn't sure about us. And then the, the whole Raver San Martin thing, I think, like probably put me on his like bad list. Um, <laughs> but uh, but so when he brought that up at the bus, I did say, like, hey, man, my bad about that. I'm sorry. Like, he's like, oh, it's OK, whatever. And I'm like, I had him, too. So, you know, I, I, I wanted to get him. And, uh, so, so yeah, but I looked and like, he had just been called up that day. He had just been sent down, um, like two days before. And then he got called up again because Will Myers went on the IL. So it's like, in my mind, he had just gotten sent down. So he wouldn't be back up. I wasn't sure if Raver, I know Raver San Martin is, is like, he's either in the minors or, or like, um, on the IL. So I thought maybe it was him, but like, I don't know. So whatever, that was, a, that was a tough one, but, uh. But yeah, uh, it was um, uh, it led to a chaotic fallout. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, the the kid who was getting all the autographs, Jeremy, he's the one who called like Diaz over and like Young. Uh, he 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 had a baseball and he kept going. He kept calling the guys and he kept going. Can you sign my ball? Can you sign my ball? Yeah, and he so had a he really heavy, a really thick accent. He sure did. Yeah, so he called India over and India. Jonathan India and India runs over um, and and sign signs for him. The kids got like somebody somebody had a black sharpie, and so uh, oh no, you know what? It was Stevenson kid. It yeah, was it Stevenson was. Kid. It was. Yep. So Stevenson kid gets this autograph uh, from India, and I'm behind Stevenson kid. So I uh, I stick my thing uh, my India card <laughs> under the thing, and India just instead of using my blue pen, which works phenomenally. India rolls with this shitty black pen that Zach Hempel kid had. Probably yeah. the same pen that Zach Hempel used to sign that jersey, Probably, uh, yeah. which was also in black ink. And India just gives me a really shitty signature with this pen that's almost uh, this this sharpie that's almost expired. And then he just he 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 runs away after he signs. So Jeremy doesn't get him at all. Yeah. I get him like my heritage card is just ruined with this terrible <laughs> signature with this uh, awful marker. And so, you know, I was just thinking, like, shit, man. So I show Jeremy, like, what a shitty autograph it is. And then fucking uh, Stevenson kid looks at it and he goes, oh, that's sick. <laughs> um, I just want to be like, all right, kid, I know you got a Stevenson, but, like, just, just get out of here. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. If India had said to me, if he had given the op- me the option of just saying, like, hey, either you can try to get me another time or I'll ruin your card with like I'll sign your card with this shitty marker. Um, like which one do you want? I would have just said let let me try to get you another time because it's like now not only do I have an autograph, but it's like a what might have been thing. It's like oh I might have had his autograph if just you know he had taken a little bit more of an effort. Um, or it's like you know uh, and now my card is ruined too. So it's just <laughs> like it's just a it's just a double gut punch, man. Suck. <laughs> I don't know what what would you prefer to have. Um, I mean, 
I think at the end of the day, I mean, I don't know because I have like just so many more cards than you, Jack, I guess. Yeah. Like, so I would kind of just, I probably, I have so many India cards that I think I would only, I would be having him sign a double. So I probably would be okay with it. I would, I'd probably take the shitty autograph over nothing <laughs> because sure. at least it's a funny story. Like my, yeah. my Taylor Hearn, uh, compromised autograph. Sure. Uh, with the with the doodle on, with the the streak on it. So like, yeah. I mean, I would say like India is kind of a bigger name than Taylor Hearn. So that's that's the other thing. But like, I was telling Jack, I'm like the signature itself kind of sucks. So like, yes. it's not. It, it's it, it's kind of the same quality as the 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 pen he used to sign it with was. So you know, I don't know. Like India has never come close to signing for us outside. He no. signed it. So my vantage point of watching India sign for Jack was crazy because. I saw him just like kind of take the marker, dip down, and just make like two motions. But somehow, how he signed two different cards, like that were like you know not next to each other, and like Stevenson kid blocked me. He boxed me out. So you know I was like kind of like you know supporting Stevenson kid, and then like then like no, not two minutes later, he he kind of screwed me out of getting Jonathan India. Um, but uh, but yeah, Jack pulled back and he had the the signature on his card. I'm like. How did he even sign that card so quick? So it's really just like an I and a, or a J and an I. And um, yeah, it was like it's it's streaked on Jack's uh, card. And like, so yeah, didn't turn out great. But like, um, I don't know. It was just crazy how quick it happened and the circumstances. So, you know, I don't know, Jack. I, again, with all these different things, getting a thumbprint um, on a card. Uh, our buddy Chris got a thumbprint on a card um, later on at the bus. And, um, you know, I think that these things are just like collateral damage, like these different yep. things happen. You, you might drop it. You might have a guy sign a card and you drop it and it gets the corner will get dinged. Like I, I anticipate these, these things happening. I mean, you might lose a fucking entire Christopher Morrell card, you know, <laughs> like you have it in your hand and then, then the next minute it's gone forever. So like, you know, I think these things just happen, um, you know, as you sign. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just, it's just one of those rites of passage. Yeah, shit, man. The fucking with Kevin Newman, the gray grapher. Like, look at what happened to his fucking Kevin Newman card. You know, it, you remember that? The streak, the the smudge thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, yeah. it was Barrero, I think. Where was that Barrero? Yeah, okay. it was, it was. Yeah, I was gonna mention that too. That was, yeah, that was like, that was a weird thing to spot. I mean, so spoiler alert. Uh, the gray grapher got Jose Barrero over at the bus later. And, like, he closed his book, and it's completely smudged his card. I don't know if he closed it. He must have flipped the page to get because it was there was a flurry. We'll talk about that. And then he showed, and then he was like, oh, man, it's, str- it's streaked. And he was, like, he looked <laughs> over, and he's, like, trying to, like, I don't know what he was trying to do. He was, like, trying to, he, like, had his thumb on the card and was trying to, like, either wipe it off or, like, he was trying to push the the streak back in place or something. It was weird. I actually, I think he was like trying to wipe it off completely. And it was just like, Jesus, like this. Wow. It's like, man, it, you know, it could always get, it could always be worse. So, um, so yeah, I don't know. it was weird, but, um, but yeah, we'll get more into that in a, yeah. in a moment. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, I guess you're right, man. Yeah. You're just, you so, sometimes bad stuff just happens when you're yeah, trying to grab yeah. for sure. Um, all right, I'm exhausted uh, just just thinking about having to tell this story. But so oh. uh, I guess I guess here we are at the second part of the Nacho sto- uh, story. So I can, uh, can I just say, graphs, Jack, Jack, really yeah. quick, can I just say that I have my own separate note on this from my 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 vantage point of this story. So you sure. know we can we'll we'll see how it all goes. 
Sure. Uh, so anyway, uh, after graphs, it was time for me to resolve this nacho situation. So yeah. uh, we went up to the right field nacho stand uh, in the upper deck where we were going to be sitting. And uh, this is not the same nacho stand that I got screwed over at. That was yeah. in left field. So we go to the right field one. And uh, I, I had seen this guy before. I've actually alluded to him on a, on a different podcast. Oh. He, uh, he, saw my, he saw my binder that time. Oh, yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, serious fan. So, like, I, I knew that this guy was going to be there. I it, knew, kind of knew that Steven guy was referring to him. Is that the um, older guy or the, the, the younger that guy? Was, that was the older guy. It was okay. the older guy, the okay. guy who seemed, like, more in charge. Okay. So, uh, as I said, folks, uh, I, I thought that this plan was far from, from foolproof. And so I get up there uh, to the stand, and I give them my name, and I tell them Stephen uh, said he was going to tell you guys to give me a free, uh, free nacho helmet. And then the guys are just completely nonplussed. They have no clue what I'm talking about. And so they're like, what's, what's this all about? Like, huh? Real quick, I think that it's important to note that that is – Pretty much, yeah, that's pretty accurate as to what your opening line was to these guys. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 And so I, I said to them, like, you know, they're like, well, what, you know, what, what's the situation? And then, so now it puts me in the awkward position where, first of all, like, I don't know, like, these guys don't know what I'm talking about. And so as, now I have to explain my situation to yeah. them, which which basically means I'm going to have to accuse them or, like, their coworkers of doing a bad job. As expected, um, they were not looped into the situation as no as you had expected they were not yep. looped in nope so then i said to them i was like well you know i received an unsatisfactory uh, order of nachos and uh and then and then the, the older guy goes what like what, what what are you talking about like what what's the deal and and so then I, I i think i said well you know it wasn't from this stand it was from the the left field stand or whatever and he's like he's like oh okay like well because we we drench our stuff um like uh, in, in terms of cheese. And then uh, there was like a younger kid with him too, like, you know, like 20 years old, whatever, in his 20s. Um, and so, the, you know, they were they were like quite the, you know, the Laurel and Hardy like type of duo here. So so anyway, um, you know, I uh, at one point, like somebody came by and like was like, oh, that looks like a good order of nachos because they had like a sample uh, nacho helmet out. And then the kid goes, yep, best nachos in the park. And like this was... <laughs> This was right after I'd complained, and I wanted I to be like, all right, dude, like, you know, you're off the hook here. I'm not going to, like, you know, I'm not going to be too much of an asshole to you. But any, anyway, so, uh, you know, I, I say to him, I say, uh, like, you know, well, Stephen promised me. And then it was just like they were looking at me like, not not promised me. That, that, that'll that come into play later. But I said, yeah, yeah Stephen, Stephen said I could, like, have this, um, you know, because of this situation. Like, and they're just, like, they're just looking at me like they don't, like, you know, like I got two heads. Like, they don't know what I'm talking about. So I said, I, I said to them, I was like, you know, do you got Stephen from Levy Restaurants, do you guys know him? And then, Jeremy, what did the old guy say after this? The older guy said, uh, yeah, yeah, I know him. I know his last name. Yeah, he's like Steve Farrell. I yeah. know his last name. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, I was like, oh, okay, uh, sure. So I was like, well, you know, can can you get Steven up here or like, some, you know, somebody who can help me? And then so then they they end up like uh, calling over their manager, who must have been like an assistant manager, like one rung below Steven. And then I explain my uh, situation to this guy. Now, Jeremy, this guy, I, this guy looked like a buccaneer. Um, yeah. You know, like he had like a a, a long beard and like long hair and like a nose piercing 
Uh, and, you know, he looked like he just spent the entire morning smoking weed. Like, yeah. he was dressed in, like, shorts and, like, uh, just kind of an ill-fitting shirt. And he had, like, a vest on. So I guess, I guess he was, like, you know, a supervisor. But it was just like, this guy didn't say one word to me. I, I explained my situation to him. And then he, like, gets on his phone and, and starts to send, a, like, a text. Uh, it mu- you know, they must have some uh, messaging system. I don't know if it's Slack or whatever. But he obviously, like, got in touch with Steven. 30 seconds later, again, without looking at me or interacting <clears throat> with me, the guy goes, yeah, just do it. And then so then they, uh, they, they give me the nachos, um, Jeremy. So, yeah, yeah, that and I will say that I, I got the nacho helmet, just nachos and uh, nacho, just the nacho chips, the cheese and the, uh, uh, the jalapenos. Jeremy, they do drench their stuff like they they drenched it in nacho cheese. It was the most satisfying order of nachos I've ever had. It was outstanding. I'm not. I'm. I'm a not. I'm not going back to the regular nachos now. When I treat myself there, I'm going to pay the extra ten dollars and get that. Because when you get the regular order of nachos, it's always not quite enough. This was just. Is this was amazing. So that was really good. That was a nice resolution. I'm still not happy about the way it was all handled. Uh, but I had one other line though. Um, mm-hmm. When they called the buccaneer over, the younger the younger kid oh, yeah. says yeah, to the yeah. guy. He goes, Steve promised this guy a free... He said he promised these guys a free nacho helmet. And so I wanted to clarify that. And I said, uh, well, Steve, you know, we're talking about me here. Steve promised me. And I wouldn't say he promised me. It was more like guest recovery. And so, again, the bus, yeah. the, the, the buccaneer didn't look at me. But, like, I th- promised was the wrong word there. Promised is it's like, you know, I, I, like, I am a privileged person getting these nachos. It's like, no, like... Steve offered me a free order of nachos. So I think offered would be a good word. He offered me a free nacho helmet to make up for the mistake. Uh, so I just, yeah. I didn't want to let that word go. Um, but yeah, so that, that was the story. That's yeah. the nacho story. All right. That's Jack's. Yeah, that's, that's Jack's <laughs> story as an, as an onlooker to the story. I do have my own Rashomon take on the story, sure. but I will say not only did you let the, the promise word go, but you also, didn't let the word us go either. <laughs> made oh, yeah, sure yeah, I, I know. I sure didn't, right? Clarified yeah. it to me. But um, so, all right. So, man, so, all right. So, for, so my, my, uh, you asked me to come along, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, you, you had to see it, right? Yeah, I, you had to see it. Yeah, so, I think, yeah. I think I did. I think I did. I, th- I don't know if I'm like mad at you for for bringing me along to that because <laughs> it was it was a little awkward it was cringy to say the least it was it was an awkward situation as someone as someone in my shoes for sure like sure it was just uh just all around it was it was it was it was a, a weird situation i almost feel like the guy looked at me a couple times the the, the worker guy yeah and like i kind of just like looked away i'm like i didn't want to i kind of just didn't want to <laughs> like see like because like I, I it felt weird standing because i was standing behind you and i'm like do these guys think like i like what what do they think like my role in this whole situation is but <laughs> um but yeah so it was weird so um <clears throat> i will say that definitely jack you, you had a little bit of tood right off the bat going up to these guys sure and like i think like I don't know like what the the there's no good way to to approach that situation but I almost feel like you needed to tell them like just right off the bat like hey I had an unsatisfactory interaction 
talked to Steven. He did this and that, so-and-so, and, you know, he promised, he, whatever, he uh, offered this and this. Because, like, I think, like, yeah, going into there saying, like, Steven told me I could get nachos in so many words was definitely, like, threw them on their heels right off the bat. Um, but it was, like, again, there's no, like, good way to bring it up. And, like, also kind of knowing in the back of your mind that Steven did not brace these guys for this situation. So it was a lose-lose situation for sure. Um, I did, yeah, I did, like, he did, you, you did clarify the, like, he didn't so much promise us as he, you know, whatever, like offered yeah. me. So like right off the bat. So then I was thinking like, cause I was thinking like, are these guys going to just be like, okay guys, whatever you guys want. And like, I was going to jump into the, to the compensation. No, I was going to say maybe, yeah, you probably could have gotten something, man. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I think like that was like, um, yeah. Cause it's weird. So, because, so my situation, like, I don't know how much we've talked about this in the past, but like, I had a situation where I got like a, a stay a very like a rock hard stale bun with an Italian sausage sandwich. I complained to them, and the guy like offered like me and my dad free food. So me, my dad my dad was in the situation when when it happened to me, and he he horned in on that. He actually said like, yeah, ask him for for fries and and Italian sausage and a com- I'll take a combo and let's get a couple diet cokes. My, and my, <laughs> my I, it's like no joke. And I was I said to my dad, I'm like, Dad, come on, let's just you know, let's be reasonable here. Like, let's not go crazy. And so like, he's like, okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. And so like, we ended up getting like two Italian sausages and like two Cokes, um, which was like pretty good. Um, but like, so I wasn't going to do that, but like, I thought maybe if I was standing there, they would be like, and what do you want? You know? Like, <laughs> so but then Jack put the, closed the door on that when he said it was me. Like, so, so that was kind of, that was a funny situation. Um, the whole like do you guys know him thing was was really funny. I'm glad that you you included that part because like yeah. I was thinking like that was like that was definitely like a, a shot. That was maybe the most rowdy thing you said to them. Well, and I, I didn't mean that. They were just like they were looking at me like, hey, like what are you talking about? And I was just like, I felt like I wasn't getting anywhere with them. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It was very slow going at the at the beginning. It was like trying to yeah. start up a 20 year old car, like you know, and it just kept <laughs> sputtering. Um, so it was it was rough. Um, but like, yeah, it's like, I think like, I think that I, the one kid, the kid was kind of nodding his head when you said Steven, he kind of nodded his head. Like he does know him. And like, I think he's their manager. So like, I think yeah. they definitely know him, but like it was, it was, it was a tough room to read for sure. And then, and so Jack was being a little, like he was being a little, little rowdy a little bit, but like, then that guy threw that out there. Like I know his last name. So like he was throwing <laughs> it back there. So it was like, okay. Um, that was, that was rough. And, um, uh, let's see. So he did say, um, you know, oh, he goes like, you know, that, you know, where'd you, where did this happen? And you were like, it was in left field. And he's like, okay, yeah. Cause that wasn't us. And like, I actually think the, the younger kid said we drench him or like, or like maybe the other guy said it. And like the kid agreed. He's like, yeah, yeah, we drench him. And then mm-hmm. Jack goes, listeners, the kid goes, yeah, yeah, we drench him. And Jack goes, I know you do. <laughs> which is so fucking funny. Like that was a line that I, I, I made sure to commit to my notes. Um, so it was, it was, it, this was just like a fucking like dance, like a back and forth. Like, like there was a little bit of like pride in there and like, just like writing a wrong. It was, and, and I'm standing in the back of it, just what, like observing it all. So it was, it was, it was rough. Um, now Jack, yes, they do drench them, but 
you got to know that these guys were like, we're going extra here because we don't want another, we don't want to end this story right here. Right. So that kid definitely, I don't know if you noticed what happened, but I don't think you did because, okay, so then like, so you got the nachos, the kid starts kind of prepping them. And then the guy goes like anything else. And then you did say like, I also like to buy a Sprite. Yeah. You did say, or purchase a Sprite. So that was a thing where it's like, I definitely think you, if you would have said like, I'll also take a Sprite, I think they would have given it to you for free. For but sure. I think you pur- purposely said purchase. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I intended to buy it. It was yeah. like, Hey man, I'm, I'm, I'm a, uh, I just want a square deal here. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Which I think that was, that was, you know, stand up of you. Like, I think the guy actually could have been like, don't worry about it. Like, we'll, you know, we'll throw that in, but he didn't do right. that. So that was another area where he kind of didn't back down, but, or he like, he was trying to not, it's not that he didn't back down. I think he was trying to save face a little bit, maybe. Sure. Um, but, uh, but the kid, so as that's happening, I was watching the kid and the kid takes the nacho helmet. Cause they have a bunch of them pre pre prepared already. He grabs the nacho helmet. Then he goes into like his little case and he pulls out the, the big bag of nacho chips that he you know uses to like fill all the helmets. He grabs that bag and he dumped more chips in there. So he gave you more chips, and then he gave you some some uh, some cheese. And then he took the helmet and he tosses it like he he shakes it all up so that the cheese that cheese goes to the bottom. Then he puts more cheese on top, and then he definitely gave you a bunch of jalapenos. And then he showed it to you too, Jack. And it's like he's like like he's goes he goes like this. And Jack goes like, perfect. You know, that look, or he's like, that looks, that looks great. And, yeah. uh, you know, he, he, you know, uh, and then we're all good. And, um, I was just anticipating the guy saying to me like, and what would you like, sir? And I was going to be like, no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> you know? Um, so, uh, so yeah, but that guy, that kid definitely hooked it up because I think he was like, let's make this guy happy. Let's, you know, let's, let's not have a part two of the situation. So, um, right. I, I don't know. I wonder if they toss it like that. So anyway, like you, you definitely got the hookup, um, which like, you know, they made it right. So that's, that's what they should have done. But, uh, it was, I think we walked away and then I said to you, Jack, I'm like, Ooh, that was rough or something. But, uh, yeah, that is what you said. But you know, you know what, man, uh, that all could have been avoided if Steven, um, would have solved the problem yes. a little bit better. No, it was, it was a, that, it was a tough situation because we talked about it before all that. And you said to me, like, it's not quite an ironclad, you know, solution or whatever. Not no. quite an ironclad situation. And, oh, that's the other thing, too, Jack, is after you after you said to them, like, you know, Steven said I would I could get these nachos. And they were like, what? what? You know, um, you did turn to me and say, like, I told you this wasn't exactly an ironclad situation. <laughs> 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 and then you were you were facing away from them looking at me and I was looking at them and it was just like I I don't I'm like I just shook I I kind of think I just kept shaking my head I just kept nodding my head I think that's Jeremy all I, I was in I was in play acting mode at, yeah. uh, at oh yeah at that point for sure yeah. yeah 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 no that I mean like it was definitely like you kind of had to bring like your like your like performance or whatever like you were you had to do your part and they i guess did their part and like it, it kind of it, that's what i'm saying it was like this dance of like you know restitution yet like not quite laying fully down but kind of giving in but trying to save face it was a it was a it was a sociological like uh you know wonder to to watch i would say oh god um <laughs> no yeah 
it was like I said, it's exhausting to think about. Um, although you did, you, you did remind me of a good line that I probably wouldn't have remembered. Um, it's it was at the it was the great grat. You said so. You said he hooked it up, like as far as the chips. Uh, yeah. When we were when we were outside, uh, the gray grapher said to me, he goes, Ashcraft hooked it up. He signed like three of my cards. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah, um, even- you weren't the only one getting hooked hooked up. That- we all got hooked up that night. Yeah, that we did. I, I got I got 19 autographs this week. Um, okay, uh, so great. Uh, that was finally resolved. Went, went yeah. to, down to Oof. our seats. I started eating my stuff. Then, Jeremy, you got some food. Yeah, I had a little situation myself. I not to and, and it, it could not stand up to, to the Nacho saga, but um uh the last time we went to a Cubs game, I think it was the last time, I don't know. Um I talked of the situation where the scanner, the food scanner read my food wrong um and uh charged me like I basically got like a free order of fries out of the deal. I got like a, a a burger, fries, and uh, a drink, and I got ended up getting the the, the fries for free because the scanner read it wrong and charged me the wrong thing, and I paid and I got the fuck out of there. So um, I went with my wife uh, the night before, and we got food for two. We each got a burger, and um, I got a soda, and she got like a like a seltzer, like in a can, like a, a just sparkling water. And we all put it, it wouldn't all fit into the scanner. So I all put it into this box and I wasn't even trying to like run my scam again. And it like buzzed the thing. And it said it rang up for like, like an order of fries and a, and a, and the seltzer. And it charged us like $14 in reality. That food was like $34 or something. Um, so we highway robbery, we, we made off with it. And I, I don't even know if I should be telling these, these tales, <laughs> but, uh, I don't think anyone from the Cubs is listening. So, um, so the next day, um, this game, this Reds game, I go, Jack gets his food. He crushes his nachos. I, I didn't have one nacho, by the way. It was not offered uh, one. I, one I, I, so I didn't even offer you, man. I should have offered you some. That was it's, Jesus Christ. It's fine. Uh, but it was also, also part, it's part of the story, but yeah. I, uh, I, I was, when you, when you, they asked you what you wanted and you just, you just got the cheese, the chips and the, the jalapenos. I was like, ah, oh, man, like they, they have all the sour cream and all this other stuff, but I'm like, all right, that's right. Jack, Jack doesn't want all that extra stuff. So that's fine. Um, but so, um, so, uh, so I go up, I get a a burger, I get a soda. I go over to the thing to pay for it and it scans it and it fucking scans it wrong again. Like it scanned, like it, it, it tried to charge me for like a bag of chips and a drink. And I was, I was going to cost me significantly less than what it was supposed to cost. And I saw it. It it rang up wrong. I pull my card up. I go to pay, and this fucking guy who is standing there, who's like supposed to be monitoring the the, the self checkout, who turns out to be an Irish guy. He's got this thick Irish accent, and he's like, "Oh, oh, hold on, that's not correct. That's not correct." And uh, <laughs> and I'm like, "Huh, huh?" And like, I know what was happening, but I just play dumb. I'm like, "What?" It's like, "Oh no, that's that's incorrect. It's not right." And, um, and then he's like, here, let's just have you, let's just move you over to this one. And like, he moves me over to like this other, uh, thing. And like, I don't know what the total was going to be. It was going to be like $9 or something. And he brings me over to this other one and it rings up correctly. And it's like fucking $21 for like a burger and a soda. And then I go like, but then like it, the thing malfunctioned, it like already had someone else's like order up there. So it said like $30 and he's like, Oh, well, let me clear that out. And then like it, um, 
rang, rang my thing up and is, and it said $21 and I'm like, $21. Like that can't be right. That's, you know, maybe like 17, 18, but not 21. And I'm like, ah, I don't know if that's right. And he's like, what, what you don't think it's right. And, uh, I'm like, nah, I'm, I, I don't know. It, it doesn't sound right. And he's like, do you want to speak to my manager? And I'm like, uh, well, I don't know. Like I, I, you know, let me just look. And like, then like a woman who was next to him heard that. And she's like, what's the problem? And he's like, he doesn't think it's right. And she's like, why not? And I'm like, well, uh, I don't know. It seems a little high. And she's like, well, no, you got this and, and this, and that's how much it is. And so he hit some kind of button to go back. And then it showed like the itemized list. And it said like burger, $8.99, soda, $9.99, whatever. And then with tax, it was 21. I'm like, okay, all right, fine. And uh, I'm like, yeah, I just didn't see the thing, like the the itemized list. So I didn't know. And he's like, oh, it's okay. I understand. And uh, so, so I was like, all right, whatever. And then I just got out of there. And I'm like, but this fucking guy cost me like an extra 11 bucks when it's the faulty machine's fault. Uh, so, you know, coming off of that huge windfall the night before and Jack's thing, I was, I kind of felt like I kind of, I felt like George Costanza a little bit like where I'm like, ah, so I have to pay full price. But, yeah. um, but yeah, so I got out of there. It's like, you know, it is what it is, but, um, it, it, there's something about the fact that he had an Irish accent that just kind of like added insult to injury for the whole No, thing. I was going to say, man, you, you found yourself smack dab in the middle of a Martin McDonough movie somehow. <laughs> yeah, you know? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, I wish he had a, a, a small donkey, which I could, uh feed it carrots yeah i was i was gonna say man you should have cut you should have cut some of your fingers off after that interaction exactly yeah um yeah well that that uh that that's that's too damn bad uh the game uh the game itself uh not a good game cubs got blown out pretty much from the start uh uh justin Steele had a bad outing hunter hunter green pitched six no hit innings uh before being pulled because of his pitch count uh got a career high in strikeouts too what was it 12 did he have 12 well, he he came he tied his career high um uh, yeah, with 11 right, he tied it. He, trying for he tried, that he tried 12. to get it uh yeah did he pitched seven scoreless or was it just six? Six. No, it was it was six. God, yeah, he threw so many pitches though. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, terrible game. The Cubs got uh, would go on to get swept by the Reds. Uh, so you know, quite a quite a downturn for them. Uh, but yeah, we uh, we we weren't really able to see the Reds dugout, uh, but we did see it on the scoreboard at one point when there was a questionable call that could have been replayed. And Joey Votto was uh, standing <laughs> on the top step of the dugout next to David Bell, like he was the bench coach. Yeah, it was it was pretty funny to see. Like normally that spot is reserved for the the co the manager, and um, it was Vado who was up there. And like they were like, I think yeah, they were like, it was they were deciding whether to review something. And Vado was like standing up there, almost like is he gonna the one who's gonna like make the final decision? It was pretty funny to see. Um, but again, that's just Joey Vado being Joey Vado. Um, <clears throat> so so yeah, it was it was good. But it was also like a good um, indicator that he was like, you know out there uh, he was still there like for the game and everything um in case we try to get him later um so uh yeah during the seventh inning stretch um this friggin like lit really lame milk toast like country band low cash saying uh take me out to the ball game and yeah. uh they just like seemed like the most generic of of country uh musicians we forgot to mention that there was this like super like Faye, like just like this, like really lame, do like group that played before the White Sox game where we were at. These like these acoustic balladeers, like these two guys, <laughs> um, singing like the national anthem. 
Um, were they just singing songs too? They were yeah, just they did. I don't song. even think I don't even think they did, sang the national anthem. Did they? Yeah, no, I don't think they did. Yeah, they just they just did a mini concert before this the game, which was weird. Um, <clears throat> I forgot what their name was. It was a lame name, but these guys, these low cash guys, were lame as all hell. And um, I'm I swear to God, I didn't. I should have gone back and looked at the video, but I, I swear to God that afterwards, instead of saying let's get some runs, I swear to God the guy said let's get some hits. Yeah, oh. yeah, it, it was. It's like when Kid Rock said, "Let's get some lunch." Yeah. Oh, you know what? He. You know why he's? I get it now. He said it because they didn't have any fucking hits um, prior to oh, that. Oh shit! Yeah. All okay, right. that's a little more clever than you than you'd think. Ah um, shit. Ah, but fuck. now you know what though that they, they were lame. Uh, what was lame about them was they spoke in that really af- with that really affected Southern accent yeah. that you like. You know, country guys lean into where they're like. Root, root, root for the home team. Um, yeah, yeah, it was just, uh, it was just, it was lame, man. Um, and I, I'm sure their music probably sucks. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What, whatever. Um, they did that. Uh, Jeremy, so probably the best fan thing from the stands I missed because I got yeah. up to pee. I got up to pee <clears throat> after the top of the eighth inning. Um, uh, and then like, I missed the freaking best thing. So you're going to have to recap this. One. Yeah. So we were sitting, we found ourselves, unfortunately sitting in, in front of a group of like, I like four or five, like 20 something girls, um, <clears throat> who were just yapping the whole game. Yep. Um, and coming out, this is coming off the heels of me and my wife going to a, the, the game the night before where also we were sitting in front of a group of like. She told me that they were high school girls, um, <clears throat> but they were they were yapping the whole game, and it was it was it was it was rough. Um, so these girls were like um, getting up and getting drinks and whatever, and uh, just talking and like um, it was enough to drown out, but it was still kind of like it was oh it was ever present, and so like we just kind of had to tune that out, um, but. I didn't even really think about it, but like this girl, like they were, they were drinking the beer bats. They were getting beer bats and, um, <clears throat> the girl got a beer bat and then got up with their friends and then I think got another one. So I don't know if she, I, maybe she took two of these down herself, I guess, which then maybe makes it more, makes it make a little more sense. But yeah, I, I, I guess conveniently enough when Jack got up to, to go to the bathroom, this girl ha- is holding the bat kind of like a staff and she starts pounding it on the ground, like next to her seat, just pounding it onto like this, the concrete um, next to her. And she's just like hitting it, like, like stabbing it down like a staff. Like she's calling like order. at some like, you know, ancient meeting or whatever. And it's right next to me. And it's like right in my ear. And like the, it's hollow plastic. So it actually was making this like reverberation sound that was like kind of going right by my ear. Definitely annoying. Wasn't annoying enough to me for me to turn around and say anything. I was kind of giving it a little bit of time before I like kind of gave the full half look, you know, but she keeps pounding this, this, this beer bat, like a staff. And eventually she starts going like, ye shall not cross more Dutch. <laughs> like with the staff and like, panning it down she's like ye shall not cross mordor and like whatever i'm like i don't even know i know of mordor i know that's a thing like you do not simply walk into mordor or whatever but i don't fucking know what it is but i know it's a lord of the rings thing and like but so anyway super annoying um 
and I was like, this girl is fucking wasted. Like, I didn't even realize yeah. that she was wasted, but she's like doing this weird voice. And then she started, she said something weird. Like, she's like, no, I don't care. Like, I, we're not attractive enough to, to, to act like that. Like, we're, we're going to just say whatever we want. And the yep. girls were like, Emma, shut up. And uh, <laughs> it was weird. Then I feel like it died down when Jack came back. For a second there, they were like laughing. I actually thought they were like making fun of me or something. Um, Shit, man. But like. Yeah, it was weird, but like I think they were just I think this girl was definitely drunk and I don't know if the rest were as drunk, but they were holding it together uh better than than she was. Yeah, so, I uh yeah. I guess it's about time somebody made a Gandalf reference with one of those fucking things, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that was that was weird. Uh, li- like you said, thankfully we were able to drown them out for for most of the game and didn't hear them, but uh yeah, it was a strange mix of uh friends for yeah. sure. Yeah, there was like the like the punk girl, there was like the like preppy girl, there was like the athletic girl. It was weird. Like they were all like doing their own thing, like the Spice Girls or something. Yeah, right, but. right. Um, well, you know, uh, thankfully, I think they left uh, probably shortly after that. The game ended shortly after that too, and we were able to uh, get in our spot and uh, get the catbird seat, which was which was nice. Um, we got down there. Uh, the gray grapher. Uh, got to the bus right after us. So he was right to my right. Jeremy mm-hmm. was to my left. And, uh, uh, you know, we, we were just, we started talking to him a little bit. And then he starts name dropping these, these people. And he's like, yeah, they don't, they don't, uh, they being Wrigley security. He's like, yeah, they don't, uh, they don't like it when, uh, when all those guys come there, like Joe, Brad, Ken, Alex Cousy. Um, he, he just starts naming all these people yeah. and, you know, Jeremy and I didn't know who the fuck he was talking about, but we suspect we know who he was talking about. There's this group of scumbag twenties graphers, you know, Jeremy, you've referenced them a few times. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's just these group of like 20 something scumbag, uh, graphers who sell their stuff. This, this, the gray grapher said that they sell their stuff and I, I had seen them at the Mets and they were talking about selling stuff. So I think these these fucking kids will like get autographs and try to sell them on eBay or whatever. Um, but yeah, he, he said that security doesn't like them. So I think that's interesting. But also he was name dropping these guys as if we knew who they were and, and we didn't. Uh, it's odd that we had two consecutive experiences where someone name dropped a grapher like as if we were known. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe we should take it as a compliment. Like we look like we like, you know, fit the part or something. Although I don't know if I want to be I don't know if I want to like be known as a grapher because some of these guys seem to have other issues going on. But sure. um, but yeah, no, you nailed it, Jack. He like named these names. Was were those any of those real? Like, are you just I, pulling? I, no, I feel like the last one is close to being real, yeah, like the yeah. Alex Kuz, Alex Kuzi one. But yeah. I, I don't think I don't think that's actually real. Be- but he did it. He did it exactly. He named like two guys by their first name, and then the third guy he named he he goes first and last name, <laughs> like the most notorious of them all. And it's like, all right, man, whatever, like. You know, so that was yeah, that was weird. I'm glad you I'm glad you got that too. That was yeah. that was pretty funny. Um yeah, oh go ahead. No, I was gonna say I think it's time for us to get to like our fan of the game or yeah, our grapher. Sure. Our grapher of the game. So the first time uh I became aware of this guy was just because of the, the cacophonous uh sounds he was making behind us. Yeah. Um and it was one of those things where you're you know, you're looking straight ahead at the bus. And then you hear some really loud adult behind you, and you're just like, oh, great. Like, this is the guy who's going to fuck all of us, like, yeah. getting autographs. And the first thing I heard him say was, go, Reds, go. Go, Reds, go. Um, just in the same, like, you know, 29 other fa- fans of other teams have done this. 
like, uh, you know, have parodied Go Cubs Go with their own team. And then he starts going, hey, Cincinnati, what do you say? Just completely off, uh, <laughs> off, uh, off key. Um, and so then I, I, I looked around, um, and, uh, yeah, I, I saw this guy. He looked like if Mark Ruffalo was, like, you know, maybe 100 pounds heavier and yeah. wore, uh, like, t- a tank top and sandals and had just, like, given up on any kind of, like, fashion or style or, yeah. like, his own, ap- his own appearance. Baggy um, basketball shorts, yeah. Yes, it was just, like, you know, this guy was uh, – I'll just – I'll say it because, you know, it's anonymous. The, the guy was – he was trash. Um, like, it, it was just, like, you know – he was with, like, a whole family, too, and, like, he was with a – I think he must have been the uncle, and he was with the kid's dad. This is what I surmise from also going on oh, Saturday. Okay. But, like, yeah. there was another guy with a beard who wasn't quite as bad as him, but who was also, like, with him. Maybe it was his brother. But, like, he was a dad, <laughs> and then there were a couple kids, and then, like, a wife there as well. And so, like, it was this group of, of Reds fans. Uh, yeah. And, like, this, this one guy, though, very high-pitched voice, very thick southern accent, and just very annoying. Yeah, they were there Sunday as well. Um, okay. Which, where I went um, by myself. So yeah. Um, and this guy, the, the 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 loud guy, definitely seemed to take pride in the fact that he was always he was always hanging around the team or chasing yes. after the team or whatever. So the first guy who comes out, I I, I surmised at this point, it it was Jose Duarte, the the bullpen catcher. That, I, that's who I was thinking it was too. Yeah. Yeah. So he comes out. He's the first guy out, and this fucking loudmouth guy yells because he's like about three four people like waves of people behind us he just yells to duarte he's like hey duarte he's like you know i'm always following you around and like and the guy looks at him and kind of gives him like a a smile like a kind of like a a perfunctory smile um and like gets on the bus and then like it's just like you're like it's like you're just calling out the fact that you're you're known for hounding these guys. Like, so I guess that's something to be proud of and you expect them to be happy about it, I guess, instead of embarrassed or like, or God forbid, trying to keep a low profile to not screw it for everybody else or make yourself look like more of a buffoon than you already are. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, and the way he said it too, uh, it was almost, I, I've been saying it today because uh, I saw it in your notes, but uh, yeah, it, it was almost playful too. He's like, you know, I'm always following you around. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's just like, ugh, that's terrible. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the kid who must have been his nephew, the kid's name was Wesley. It's impossible to know that because every time this, this guy would spot a player coming, he'd go, Wesley, Wesley, TJ Friedel. TJ Friedel. It was just Wesley. Wesley. The kid the first of all, he always had to say it twice. Like as if like, you know, this kid didn't hear him the first fucking time. He, like, you know, probably the people on Belmont could hear him yelling. Um and he was probably doing that on Sunday too, man, because he was doing it yeah. on Saturday as well. And he it was, was just like Jesus. You know, yeah. actually I remember there was a guy, I think it was maybe that the the Orioles. I don't think it was at the Reds, but there was that guy who was kind of like announcing you remember that? The guy who would like announce them as they were like coming down. He'd be like No It was like, ladies and gentlemen, uh Adley Rushman or something, like whatever. He oh. would like announce I think, uh, uh, yeah, vaguely, I think. That was that was at the Orioles bus. Maybe. And maybe maybe it was the, the Reds. But this guy, yeah, you the way you exactly the air inflection was actually perfect the way he would say it too. He'd be like, T J Friedel. TJ Friedel, like, you know, <laughs> like coming right up. Like, so he did that. He would do that. And like, it was like helpful, but it also 
was annoying and it seemed like we were just we were towing the razor's edge of having this guy ruin it for us. I guess as it turns out he did not ruin it for us. I mean he maybe ruined our enjoyment, but I don't think he ended up costing us any autographs because we we fucking cleaned up, but it was still pretty annoying. Um I think for Francisco Cruz or is it Fernando Cruz? I can't remember. Um I think he also said something to him. He said something like Hey, hey, here I am seeing you again or something. And then like and then and the guy like looked at him and like like he looked at him and like kind of like smiled and like pointed back at him or something, but it's like, dude, you don't have to be that nice to this guy, but I I get these players are probably overly nice to the, this guy because they know they're just going to see him all the time and it's easier for them to just be nice to him, I guess, right. than to just ignore him. But like, yeah, he said something like, you know, or he's like, "Why?" Yeah, like I'm always seeing you, man. I'm always running into you or something. Yeah. And uh it's completely a one-sided like interaction uh the best of which which we were like laughing about um afterwards and like it it turned out to be like just a footnote of this guy but it actually is also like the perfect like example of of him and the stupid shit that he was yelling um buck farmer comes well first of all buck farmer is coming down he's like buck farmer buck farmer (laughs) and then buck farmer goes up and he's like hey buck or something like that and then uh the guy goes like he's like hey Buck Farmer goes like, "Hey," and then, um, then that loudmouth guy goes like, "What's up, brother?" <laughs> Just like the most like, fucking like heavy-handed like, hard R of the brother, like, "What's up, brother?" Yeah, and it's yeah. Just like, Ugh. Again, it was almost playful. He's like, "What's up, brother?" Um, yeah. And yeah, if it was if it was possible for someone to do one twenty-fifth of a smile. Uh, that's like, that's like what Buck Farmer gave him. Like Buck Farmer, like looked up and like, yeah, gave him one 25th of a smile and then went back to signing. It's like, dude, like you said, it's a completely one-sided interaction. Like, okay, sure. Buck Farmer is nice enough that he came over and signed, but he's still a a professional baseball player who plays in front of thousands of people every day and stays in the finest hotels. And is at his point in his career is probably making seven figures. Uh, so it's like, this guy's not your friend, man. He doesn't give a shit about you. He's not your brother. Yeah, yes, yes. And uh, he's not going to tell you what's up either. Um, no. <clears throat> so, yeah, pretty pretty sad. Um, yeah, I mean, in the fracas, we can kind of recap, like, all our autos at the end, I guess. But, like, we can just go to what we have in notes here. Sure. Um, again, with, with these situations where so much happens so quickly, it's impossible. I'm sure there's stuff that we're going to miss out. But, like, you know, whatever. We, we try to recap, like, everything we got at the end the next thing we have on this list is um uh jake fraley came out um and uh we had been snubbed by jake fraley twice i think um and like just like no indication at all that he would actually sign for us but of course we called him over and he signed he signed for all of us um he he got uh chris he got me and he got uh, jack and then he went down the line and got everyone else and um I noticed that he uh, he signed a, a Bible verse on all, on all oh, yeah. of our autographs. Um, but what's interesting about it is that he gave us all a different verse. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of funny because, like, yeah, we all got a different verse. So it's like we, you know, we all got his autograph, but we all still have different like autographs from him. And we were we started. I started comparing uh, verses to each other, like our verses, our respective verses. Um, sure. I got I got Exodus fourteen fourteen. Uh, Jack, what did you get? I got Philippians 4.13. Uh, that is, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthened me. 
Yeah, we, yeah, and honestly, my Exodus one, I don't have it pulled up, but it's essentially the same thing. It's like I walk with God, and God will walk with you, or some shit like that. Sure. Um, and Chris got John, Chris, fucking Chris, got John three sixteen, which I think is like about the best verse you can get. You know? Hell yeah, man! Just like Austin three sixteen, man. Everybody knows John three sixteen. So I, I immediately kept, I, I immediately was like, oh man, you got John three sixteen, dude, like. You know, congrats! Like that's that's a good one. And Chris like was like laughing. He's like, "Are you guys fucking with me?" Like he yeah. didn't, he thought we were like joking around. And I, I mean, I, I was being kind of silly about it, but like it it is like if you were seriously comparing Bible quotes, that is probably you know one of the more notable ones to get. So, so for yeah. sure, uh, I will say, man, we were lucky to get Fraley. I think uh, he must have just been in a good mood. Because mm-hmm. the, the next night, I don't know if he signed on Sunday, but on Saturday, he didn't even come close to signing or look up. So I don't know what was in the air on Friday, but yeah, uh, yeah we lucked out with him. Well, one thing, well, actually, I'm remembering right now, too, the Gray Graffer, when he was getting Jake Fraley, he goes to him and he's like, hey, so how'd you like batting practice? Mm-hmm. Meaning like the Cubs teeing off on the, on the, the, or the Reds teeing off on the Cubs. Jake Fraley didn't even play in the game. He didn't get one at bat. He didn't yep. like he wasn't involved in that game whatsoever. So it's like, I get what you're trying to do, but it's like, you picked the wrong, you picked the one guy who didn't appear in the game or get a hit. You know, <laughs> Like he's the only guy in the lineup that I, in Jonathan India didn't end up getting a hit, but um, Will Benson came in and got a hit in his, in his, in the, in the first, in the leadoff spot. So every spot in the order got a hit. Fraley didn't even get in the fucking, didn't even touch a bat that game. And he was the one asked how he liked batting practice. So That's I don't funny. know. Um, all right. So this happened, uh, when, during the nationals, um, bus hang last year, um, we, there was just a flurry of guys that came out and you were kind of just like grabbing a card, getting it signed and then having to grab the next one right away. And you got it signed right away. It was just a rapid fire, like, um, nonstop wave of, of situation of, of signings. So that happened here as well. And the, the three main culprits in this situation were uh, Luke Weaver, Jose Barrero, and Kevin Newman. Um, pretty much all were out at the same time. At one point, Jack, they were like, it was almost like a convention. Like they were like lined up and signing down the row. And the other guy was like kind of picking up the rear right behind him, uh, getting like signing for the people. So it was, it was chaos. And like, yeah, it was so chaotic that none of us got all three of them. We each got two of them, I think. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I got Newman and uh, Weaver. You got Weaver and Barrero. Chris got Weaver and Barrero. Uh, yeah. I couldn't get Barrero, man. I couldn't get my card out in time. Um, it was just, it was, it was chaos. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, you just, you just kind of have to choose in that moment as like a grapher. You kind of have to be like, all right, who, who, either who do I want or like whose card can I access the quickest here? So yeah, yeah uh, made my choice. You almost got Newman, but he just didn't turn, turn back New- around. Newman came to me first and like, I was flipping the page and I just, I like, I flipped and it wasn't the right page. And I'm like, I can't. And I actually said out loud, I'm like trying to get to the page. Like I yep. said it like out loud and he just like moved to his left. Um, yep. and, um, he actually signed, not even, he didn't even get you right at that moment. He got like nope. the, the person next to you or whatever. Um, maybe the gray grapher and actually, you know what? He did get the gray grapher because I looked at the gray grapher, what card he had him sign. And it was this card with like three relic pieces on it. And there was barely any surface area for him to sign. So Newman actually looked at it. I actually think this might've screwed me because he looked at the gray grapher's card and he's like, uh, where do I sign here? Like, and while that was happening, Barrero came back over and I just got to Barrero's page really quick. 
Um, I got Barrera. Like, so then Weaver had already signed. He was the first one through. Um, Barrero came back over. He kind of passed us. And I think he actually, like, maybe he might have got on the bus and came back out or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he came back. He went to one side. Then he came over to us. But I was, like, waiting for Newman to kind of swing back. But I kind of wanted Barrero more. So I got Barrero. And I was like, well, he's he's going to sign and I'm going to miss Newman. It's fine. And then Barrero just basically does like a little squiggle. He does like a J and a line and then another line and like, which looks like a six. Um, and I was like, and it took him like a half a second to sign it. So then I was like, Oh sweet. Okay. Like he signed so quick that I'll get Newman. Now um, I saw Newman take a step to his right sign for Jack and then went back to his left. And then I knew I'm like, well, he's not going to step to his uh, right again. And um, I kind of le- lost him. I kind of let him go. And then he, he did kind of have to come back around to get on the bus. And I called him, I called out for him, but he was already committed to, to leaving at that point. So I didn't get Newman, um, but uh, I can live with that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it was just, it was chaos. It, it was. Um, and just to kind of like go through a few quick more, I got instant ink. Uh, Jeremy was kind enough to uh, uh, give me a Jeff Brantley card. We got Brantley, which was cool. We weren't sure if he was going to sign. I think we just determined that we didn't call for him last year. I uh, got Colin Cowgill. He's got a really nice-looking autograph. Uh, one significant one, Jeremy, that I want to touch on, that was why I was bringing up those other guys real quick, was uh, we wanted we had a lot of the coaches, um, and so we wanted JR House. We were afraid that we weren't going to be able to make House. Um, so uh, at, at, at some point, uh, we were on one side of the bus. At the other end of the bus, like a bunch of little kids started lining up, which was bullshit. Um, Cause we are like, you know, they were lining up right where the players come out. So we're like, the players are gonna fucking sign for them and like, just forget about us. So JR House comes out and like the kids probably don't even know who the fuck he is, but he looks like, he still looks like a player, um, just a little bit older. So he's like, he's super nice to them. He comes over, he starts signing for all these little kids on the other side of the bus. While he's signing for them, Matt McLean, uh, top prospect for the Cincinnati Reds, shortstop, who was just called up, who we both had as Topps Heritage Miners card. Matt McClain comes out. He's one of the guys you want. And, like, it was almost as if J.R. House had run interference for him. Yeah. Because uh, McClain comes out. None of the kids get his autograph. We call for McClain. He comes, he signs for us, and he gets on the bus. Jeremy, nothing is sweeter than when you, as an adult, get an autograph and a group of kids doesn't. Uh, there's something... <laughs> Something sweet about that. I don't know, but uh, yeah, McLean signed for us too, which is great. Yeah, that was a, that was a, a a perfect get, and it like worked out perfectly for us, which is you know surprising. Um, but uh, but yeah, that was that was awesome. Jack, uh, I saw um, when McLean got on the bus on Sunday. They were you know the the Reds were about to leave to go to uh, Boston. Yeah, um, he was carrying like an open case of Michelob Ultra. Nice. <laughs> pretty funny. Yeah. So they were probably going to crack those open, like probably on the bus um, and then the plane. So, um, so yeah, it was kind of funny, but, um, but yeah, so it was awesome to get him. And then, and then house brings up the rear after McLean signs and we get a house. Yeah. So. We get house and he, he was super nice. He's like, Hey, how, how we doing? And then we, we couldn't fucking think of anything to say to him. So he no. just, he, he just signed for that. I mean, there's not a lot to say to JR house. Uh, super nice guy though, was more than happy to sign for us. So that was really cool. Um, uh, yeah, so after all this is over, most most everybody's on the bus, players and coaches. There's this old guy. I think he was like a Reds fan, but he, he, he says to us, he's like, oh, so you guys are autographed Mavens, huh? 
Yeah, yeah. He's like, so you guys, uh, you know, do you, do you autograph uh, for the for the Reds or do you do all the teams? And we're like, we do all the teams. And then he's like, oh wow, okay. And then he's like, you know, how have you done so far? And like we said, like yeah, we got like I don't know, probably like fifteen autographs. And he's like, wow, so you guys are autograph mavens. And yeah. It was like he just really like pulled that where he like had to go to like the the next level to describe <laughs> our our obsession, which is pretty funny the way he put it. Um, so yeah, uh, Jack, you mentioned Brantley and Cowgill. I also got Stuart Fairchild. You didn't, you didn't yeah, get. Yeah, I, I got Fairchild too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we got Fairchild, and then I got um, Eduardo Salazar, pitcher yep. who had just gotten called up for the Reds. I think he there was only a second appearance or something like that. Um, but um, but he was pitching in the game, and like he signed pregame. And obviously, I don't have a card of his, and I, I passed up the opportunity to get him. Um, and then when when Hunter Green had the no-no, Salazar came in and he pitched one hitless inning, uh, one perfect inning, and um, it was looking like, oh shit, if he gets a no-hitter, and Salazar was one of the pitchers in this game, I'm gonna regret not getting him. Uh, it turns out that he would end up giving up the first hit uh, of the game, and then the only other hit that the Cubs got. Um, so, but I was like, I don't know, maybe this kid could be good, whatever. So I have like a blank, like signature card with the little ball, like, um, you know, design on it. And it looks like they're signing on a, on a ball. So I just asked him, I'm like, like Eduardo, you know, could you sign for me? And I, on the, I have all those blank cards on my, on the first page of my book. And it's kind of a mixed bag on the first page. I, I have some Cubs runoff. I have like some Swanson cards up there. I have a Maya, I have a Cubs team card. And so I hold the book out to him. And before I could even like point to him, uh, he goes, you know, I asked him for his autograph. And before I could even point to what card, he goes, where? Just yep. like that, where? And uh, I'm like, uh, right here. And then he signs it. And then he like flips the pen back to me. So I, Jack, I didn't know that uh, Stevenson had, had, you had a, a tough transition with Stevenson. Yeah. Uh, this, the Salazar one for me was, was pretty rough. He just kind of like flicked it at me. And like I, I just barely grabbed it, and it was still like uncapped. So if it would have, if I would have dropped it, it would have land probably landed on the card he just signed and fucked it up. Uh, and then also his signature is just like it looks like he wrote S A V. So um, and it's yep. like all it's like not on like the spot where the ball would be. It's just kind of crooked. So it was kind of a mess. Um, he kind of seemed like like a bit of a jerk. Um, I will say Jack on Sunday he had a friend who was waiting for him and they were talking. I don't know if it was like a family member or just a close friend or another athlete. He kind of looked like he could have been an athlete, but uh, whatever. But, uh, and I always thought I saw like tears in Salazar's eyes. Like, so I was thinking maybe it's kind of like a Wilson Contreras situation where he was like playing baseball in the States and maybe had no family or friends here or something. Yeah, sure. Just had a reunite or reunion with this guy. So I don't know. I cut him some slack, but, uh, he was not, it was not super, approachable for a guy who's like super young and like you know isn't seasoned enough to be an asshole uh but uh yeah so that was a that was a kind of a, a tense situation a little bit yeah for sure uh maybe he was mad that he gave it the first hit or something who knows maybe um, yeah uh yeah so uh, one guy we really wanted was freddie benavides um you know he, he's an old player from 30 years ago jeremy got him last year yeah. uh so at the end almost everybody had come out and this guy who looked like benavides started to come out and so me and the gray grapher like kind of look at each other we're like is that benavides and so like benavides comes out and we we call for him we're like hey freddie freddie 
and he stops right before he gets on the bus and he goes, Freddy. Oh, so I look like Freddy? And then he <laughs> and then he, he gets on the bus and me and the me and the gray grapher are just kind of nonplussed. And then the gray grapher goes to me, he goes, That's what he said to me last time. Um <laughs> and then yeah. But so the next night, Jeremy, on Saturday. I see the same guy comes out like with like uh, David Bell and all of them, like uh, all the coaches, same yeah. guy. And I, if it wasn't Benavides and I don't know who Benavides was that he wasn't there. Um, what, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah. And so then I saw him Sunday and he came out. I couldn't remember if he was with Bell. I don't even think I saw Bell come out on Sunday, which is oh, weird. Really? I also didn't okay. see Hunter green come out. So I don't know what's going on. Um, maybe Hunter Green was already in in uh, Boston, maybe, but like, yeah. I don't know. I, I maybe Bell came out. And I just missed him because at when I got home, I looked and I'm like, oh yeah, I wanted to get Bell. I forgot. Uh-huh. Um, so I didn't I didn't get Bell, but like, so I saw that same guy, and I'm like, you know what? That I guess that had to be Benavides. But even now, I'm looking at his card again, his picture again, and I'm like, I don't think it was, but it had to be. Who else could it have been? I. Don't know, man. The, my, the only explanation is that, like, sort of like a Matt Williams thing. Matt yeah. Williams is back coaching with the Padres, by the way. I saw on TV. I don't know if he's just doing home games or what. But okay. uh, it's like maybe maybe Benavides just wasn't with the team that weekend. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I yeah, it was weird. So, like, because after that first, after Friday, I was like, no, nah, I don't think that is Benavides. And then you saw the same guy, and you're like, I think that has to be him, but also wasn't convinced it was and then like i saw him and then i texted you and i'm like you know what i think that was benavides but why would he say that and um yeah i don't know it was yeah it's weird and, and i remember from last year he seemed like a quiet like thoughtful like guy uh yeah. and this guy's you ever watch the show workaholics no but okay this guy yeah. was like the character montez from that show that, that's okay. a that's a funny character but like uh Anyway, yeah, just very weird, and most guys like are not assholes about that kind of thing. So it was just a, uh, the whole thing was fucking weird. Um, it was weird, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So that day we packed it in and we went over to the Cubs bus. Uh, we we got Mervis. Um, finally, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mervis comes out and and uh, uh, Chris is like, oh shit, he's with a buddy. Uh, it was Master Boney. <laughs> that's uh, right. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. So like the what was doubly sweet about getting Mervis was not only did we get Mervis, but like. Master Boney just had to fucking peel away and like go into the parking lot, like sadly. Um, so yeah. yeah, we got we got Mervis, which was which was cool. I, I would actually get Master Boney if I have his if I had his card, but I don't. But um, yeah, he's in. Um, he's gonna be in series two, so nice. he'll have a card to be signed. I I ordered a card for Master Boney just because I went up to the day that I went up to the Cubs bus. He was just finishing signing, and I I could have ran in there and got him, but. I didn't. So I figure if I can get him, I'll get him. So um, I yep. ordered a Team Italy card from the World Baseball Classic because he was on it. So nice. Um, yeah, that would actually maybe that would actually be kind of cool to get him to sign that one. But uh, I did. Um, I got Matt Mervis on his Tops Now card, which um, had just come out as well from the from his debut game, which we were at. So that was cool. Um, and yeah, I do want to get him on his first Bowman card, so which is what you got him on. Yep. So I I'm gonna try to still get Mervis, but um, it was funny he when he came over to sign for us, he had just he had like a little cup of like nuts or something or trail mix, <laughs> and he threw it in his mouth right before he came over to sign for us. So the whole time he was just like chewing like this like mouthful of nuts while he was like signing for all of us, and uh, 
you know, he was cool about it. He was, he seemed super cool, but uh, he was, yeah, it was nice of him to sign too, especially since the team had just got blown out. Like he didn't have to do that. So that was, that was cool. Uh, I don't know if he's the, he's a guy that's going to change, but, um, we got him. Well, he didn't change. So that's yeah, cool. Um, exactly. Ross came out as per usual, uh, didn't sign for us. Uh, yeah, Jeremy, what, what did that guy yell at him? There was some guy in the back of the pack just yelling like, you know, Ross, Ross and Ross, this was already clearly after he had, wasn't going to sign for us. He like, he signed, he like walked away. He's like, all right, you, you all have a good night or something, which is what his normal thing is. And this guy from just the back of the pack was like, Ross, Hey Ross, I met you in Milwaukee in 2015. And like Ross was already like stepping into the, the clubhouse or into the, uh, the parking lot while the, by the time the guy finished that long sentence. And I just looked at Chris and, and you Jack. And I was like, Oh yeah, that's going to get him over. Yeah. Um, you know, like what, what, like what could he possibly care about that or remember or what, what's your, you know, he had nothing else to say. So that's all he had. And that just came out, I guess. But, uh, yeah, no, it yeah. was, uh, it was bad. Uh, it, uh, you had the good one, man, uh, for an old Cubs fan, you know, like, yeah, yeah. It's the kind of thing you say, you don't creepily say you met someone, you know, eight years ago. That's just weird. Um, yeah. Finally, uh, Nico Horner came out. Uh, he truly does sign after every game, man. So uh, cool guy. He signed for everybody. He saw you, me, and Chris, and we were just like, yeah, we're good, man. Thanks. And he was like, all right, guys, thanks. Um, and it was like a moment of respect from Nico Horner. Um, yeah. I, you know, I'm not going to be like ick in the stick and be like, oh, yeah, we know him. But it's like, <laughs> you know, he's seen us like. 15 times in the last two weeks like he probably remembers our faces at this point um yeah he's not stupid he went to stanford um so like yeah you know the fact that we didn't ask for his autograph was just kind of a moment of like all right yeah thanks for not making me sign guys so that was kind of cool i gave him a thumbs up as he was walking back and like he saw me do that so like you know, it was it was cool. So like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I would not expect a player to remember me, much like the guy who said who met David Ross <laughs> in Milwaukee in 2015. But like, um, you know, it does seem like maybe he probably is familiar with us at this point. So like, yeah, it's cool to be like, you know, we're not gonna get you. Um, but uh, did you get him? But did you get him, Jack? During yeah, the Mets I series? have him on. I have him on a heritage. So oh, no, d- during the Mets series, like because Chris uh, got no, him. No, no, I, I haven't. I've only gotten him once. Actually, Nimmo was the only guy I've gotten twice. So I did. I gotcha. did not get Horner. Horner twice. Okay. Actually, uh, uh, there was another game. I don't know if you were there that night. Maybe you were. But like, Ant, like he came over and Anthony got him. And like uh, I said, I said to him, I said to Anthony, I was like, "Did you get? Did you get Nico?" He goes, "Hell yeah!" So that was. <laughs> That was pretty funny. It's like I'm sure he's gotten Nico like a million times. But, right. Um, for sure. Yeah. So uh, that uh, that wrapped up that day. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. I'll also yeah. say, Jack, I got my my Talkman too. Oh yeah, you got Talkman. That's right. I didn't have a Talkman card. I was disappointed about that. But uh, yeah. yeah, that was that was good that you got you got Talkman. There's no telling how long he'll be on the team. So no, no. I mean, well, if Ross has a has has his way, he'll be batting cleanup like for the rest of the season. But. Uh, <laughs> But no, I don't know how long he'll be around the team. He's a local kid, made good from Palatine. I had, I had two cards for him. Um, so I and I wanted to get him on both. Um, I I got him on a Yankees card, Yankees Heritage card, which is like you know I suppose if you can get a guy on a Yankees card, you know you probably do it. And then he has a a split rookie card from 2018 with Ryan McMahon. 
so I, 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 I gave him the book and I'm like, Hey, whichever, you know, either one. And he signed both and he signed his, uh, the, the split rookie card small. Um, so it didn't cover his face and, you know, we got Ryan McMahon last year. So I'm actually hoping to complete this card later this season with McMahon. So, um, I'm, and I feel pretty confident that I'll be able to do it. He was, he seemed really cool last year and he seems like a good signer. So I'm excited about completing that one. Yeah, that'll be good. Uh, and Talkman seems gettable too. I'll have to try to try to get a card of his for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was Friday. Uh, so Saturday rolled around. Jeremy, you said you couldn't do Saturday. Uh, I was on the fence about it. I had frankly started binging uh, Succession on Saturday because I knew the finale was the the next night. Uh, so I was just kind of sitting around most of the day. I was like, should I graph tonight? Uh, I had forgotten it was a night game. I, Saturday, I was a rare Saturday yeah. night game, yeah. It was a rare Saturday night comes game. I'd forgotten about it, um, uh, that it was a night game. So anyway, I uh, ultimately about 8.30, I decided like, you know what, fuck it. I'll go over there. I'll, I'll try to graph. The game's almost over. It's only a 10-minute walk from my apartment. So I walk over there. I won't, I won't d- dive into this too much, but a lot of the same people were there, those same Reds fans. Um, uh, one player I really wanted was TJ Friedel, just because I've got kind of a nice-looking heritage of his. Uh, so Friedel comes out, uh, and I'm the, you know, there's a bunch of kids there. It's, it's a very young crowd. It's like me and then just a bunch of kids to my right. Uh, you know, some other guy was signing. I think maybe it was Maley, and a bunch of, bunch of players were coming out. I was the only one who called specifically for Friedel. Uh, I called him over. I was like, TJ, TJ, could you sign? And he, um, he saw that I had something for him. So he signs just for me, and then he gets on the bus. So he didn't sign for any of the kids. So I thought that, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, eventually, uh, fucking the, the Yahoo, the buffoon, uh, the Wesley, like he leaves. Him and his family just leave. Wow. And I think this is why the next thing happened. Um, so about 10 minutes after they left, it, at this point, it's just me and one other couple who's like my age, uh, a guy and a gal. And, uh, you know, they're pretty chill too. Like, so it's just the three of us at this fucking bus. Uh, most of the players, there's only one bus left. Most of the players had gone. But there was still, a, I guess, a fair number who hadn't come out. So all of a sudden, Joey Votto and Hunter Green, like, come out together, and they're talking to each other. And then, like, a bunch of other players come out behind them. And I turn to the guy. I'm like, holy shit, is that Joey Votto? He's like, yeah, yeah, that's what he that's what he wore uh, to the game. And Votto had on this, like, ridiculous, like, green and orange suit with, like, a manila turtleneck. It was like, why the fuck is he dressed like this? It's weird. Um... But anyway, he comes out with all these other guys in green. And so I was like, total Hail Mary. Uh, as Vado's like about to get on the bus, I said, I said, hey, Joey, Joey, could you sign one? And man, there's nothing like the moment when you call for a guy and you know he's going to sign for you. Like, you know he's going to stop and sign for you. <laughs> and that was the, that moment for Vado when, he, when I called for him and like I, I saw him start to peel off. I was like, holy fuck, I'm going to get Joey Votto. And so I got Joey Votto, which was fucking amazing. And I said to Votto, I was like, hey, man, I thought you should have been in the Baseball 100, which was like a a famous uh, athletic series and a book that came out about two years ago about the best 100 baseball players. And he just, he he like, he thought about it for a second and then he he laughed. Like he, he, cause like he had, uh, he had written to the author and told the author that like he thought he should be in the book. And then the author wrote an article about that, which was funny. But, um... Yeah, so anyway, I got Votto. That's probably my biggest autograph at the bus. Very fortunate to get him. And then also David Bell came out, and Bell totally signed for me as well. So that was a fucking boon, man. Like, goddamn, yeah. am I glad I went that night. So that, that was my Saturday. Yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty that's pretty monumental. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I got to say I'm a little jealous of the Vado autograph. Like, Yeah, that's a, I, I that's... will say I think the reason I got that is because that buffoon left. Like, if, yeah. if that if that guy would have seen, like, Vado coming out with, uh, you know, coming out with Hunter Green and all those other players, it's like both him and, like, Wesley's heads probably would have exploded. Um, yeah. You know, his, his <clears throat> Wesley's just from him yelling so so loudly at him. So it's just like, I that, that's the only reason I think I got Vado is because it was, like, just me in that couple. Um, but you know, sometimes everything goes wrong for you. Um, but sometimes it's like the perfect storm of stuff that goes right. So that was, that was Saturday. Yeah. I think it was that the nacho success had to have played into this somehow. (laughs) I I gotta, I gotta think, but, um, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Um, Uh, yeah, I, I, when you told me that that guy was there Saturday, I was thinking like, how the fuck was he not still there? Like, what that what what else does that guy have to do but to stay till the last bus of the Redskins? Like, what what, <laughs> what was he doing that he wasn't there? I mean, like, lucky for you. I mean, that's the whatever luck that it took for Vado to to come over to you. I would say the the bigger like bastion was that that fucking guy left because that yeah that yes. was huge. So I, like yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I probably don't get Bell if that guy's still there too. So yeah, it was uh, it was cool. I, I lucked out. And I was glad I got Bell too. I had a nice heritage of him. So uh, that was like that was one manager I got. So yeah, I got lucked out for sure. Um, so uh, I I I went Sunday because I had a, a little change of plans. I uh, something fell through, so I was figured I'd go Sunday. And when, when your friend tells you he got Vado, you're like, well, I I gotta give it a shot. I knew and you were gonna go on Sunday, man. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I definitely wanted Vado. I wanted Bell and I wanted, so I also wanted Chris Welsh, um, who's the, uh, play by play guy or the, uh, the color guy for yeah. the reds. I forgot, or I didn't even really like look him up, um, beforehand, um, before we went Friday, but uh, I looked and he's got some great eighties cards. So he has an awesome 1983, uh, tops card of him on the Padres in that like brown and or and yellow uniform. So I I pulled that card and I brought that with me on Sunday. I ended up getting him to sign that. Nice. Um, I ended up getting uh, Spencer Steer, which is a good one. I got him on a Tops Now call up card, uh, which is pretty cool. Uh, Vado did come out. Um, he he went right to the back to the to the last bus. Um, I was with this other guy who like started talking to me. He was like a guy who got like autographed baseballs. And we saw, um, we saw Vado go to the back and honestly, I should have just like walked over there. Like, um, because there was this big gap between like the, the last bus and the second bus. And, um, I, cause the, or actually the, there were the, uh, equipment truck was right, right in front of them. So I should have just followed Vado down. Um, because that was, you know, that was at that point, uh, I actually hadn't gotten Welsh yet, but, um, I was, uh, you know, I was going to sell it for Vado. Um, I walked over there, uh, or I, I, I watched him go over there. He sat on the first seat on the bus, which was funny. Um, and I saw him get out and walk over and then get back on the bus. And like the guy with the autographed baseballs was like, Oh, he just got off. Is he signing for someone? And he ran down there. And, uh, then I saw Vado get back on the bus. So he got off and he signed for like one girl who was standing over there. Oh, wow. Um, and then got back on the bus. Um, and then me and uh, me and that guy did walk down there and kind of s- staked out the situation a little bit. And Vado was sitting in the front seat, FaceTiming with somebody. 
he was like on a FaceTime call and he was like talking to them and what whatnot. And then, uh, so then we were like, well, uh, you know, if he's on FaceTime, he's not going to sign. So let's go back. That's when I got Chris Welsh. And, uh, then like it just, you know, guys were kind of peeling off to the back. So we went back there again and I, um, we were kind of hanging out. Some guys were stopping to sign over there. Tyler Stevenson signed. Um, but those fucking candy kids were there and they uh-huh. were really getting, they were really harassing the players. Spencer, I, I got Spencer steer. Like um, some guys stopped to sign for people. I think it was, might've been Stevenson. And I saw Spencer steer come up. So I kind of run up there ask for steer. He comes over, he signs for me. And then like another guy, the, the baseball guy gets steer and, then these candy kids just bombard them and I felt bad and I see steer pull out his wallet and, and give the kids money. And I think uh, he was kind of messing with them a little bit. He said something like, no, no, I want that one. I want that one. Like, I don't know. He was, I think he, I think he was actually like kind of messing with them. Stevenson was side eyeing the kids. Like he looked like he was afraid of the kids. Like the kids yeah. were going to run and grab his like phone or something. Yeah. Um, he was like really like side eyeing those kids. It was, it was kind of a weird interaction. Um, at some point, uh, it was just me and like this dad and his kid standing by the bus and Vado like is in plain sight still. And, uh, we motioned over to Vado. I kind of motioned over to him and I held my pen up. And at this point he had pulled out a Nintendo switch and he was playing a Nintendo switch in the front seat. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, he looked over, he saw me, I put my pen up in the air and he kind of looks at me and he's like, ah, and like, he like, he he's like, eh, and like, he like waved at me. And then went back yeah. to the switch. That's <laughs> was, funny, man. And it was right to me. Like, it was no one else. Like, it was kind of funny. It was kind of like a moment through, like, a, a, a front windshield of a bus where he, like, kind of, like, it's like, nah, I, nah, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Um, and then, like, uh, the kid called him over and he, like, looked at the kid and, like, waved and kind of like the, how he was doing on the field. Yeah. Um, and then the buses left and, and that's all she wrote. But, uh, but yeah, so didn't get Votto. Um, but... Yeah, I do have him like in a pack pulled auto, so at least I have him. Uh, obviously, it would be cool to get him, but uh, yeah, man, I think uh, you know it's 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 these are weird situations where someone gets someone and the other guy doesn't. Like, I yeah. guess this is payback for the J Rod situation. I was, was going to say that's exactly what I was thinking. So there you go. Did you tell Chris I got Votto? I did. Yeah, I nice, did. Nice. Nice. So. Yeah. Um, that kid, you know, the, the funny thing of all, that whole story is that kid who was with me at the end trying to get Vado got Vado in the stadium earlier that day. So ah. like that kid like didn't even give a shit, but, uh, I was saying, I was thinking like, well, maybe the kid will get him out here. So, um, but, uh, yeah, it was not to be, so, uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, have being that I have Vado, it's kind of, it's kind of more fun to have these like close up weird interactions with them, I guess. Definitely. So, you know, I don't know. It's, you know, I'll, I'll settle for that. So, um, yeah, uh, that's, um, you know, I had this weird interaction with this group of people that were like drunk and like trying to like talk to us while we were trying to get autographs on Sunday. Uh, I won't even get into it cause it's too much. Maybe I'll save it for the next episode, but, uh, this one's already getting pretty long, but it is number, number 200. So why not? But, um, yeah, I don't know. It was uh, a crazy week. Basically. It was, uh, yeah, and, and like you said, uh, number 200, what better way to, uh, I guess, commemorate that than our most successful autograph uh, week ever. Yeah. Uh, like I said, Jeremy, I got 19 autographs this week. You, you probably got close to 30, so, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think I ended good. up with 19 as well, actually. Okay. 19 or 20, yeah. Right, because, yeah, that's right. I, I went on a night you didn't and got some, so, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was oh, really yeah. good. 
for the whole um, week, I guess. Yeah, we're we're pushing higher numbers, I suppose. But yeah, 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 for sure. Um, and I think you know we might be uh, graphing the Rays tomorrow. I know you said you're. I know you said you're going, and well, you know I'm always following you around. So uh, <laughs> you know, I, uh, I I do I did pull some Rays cards, so I have about 13 guys on the roster. So uh, we'll see how that goes. But uh, yeah, uh, I think that's probably gonna wrap it up for number 200. It's going to wrap it up. Thanks for sticking with us for two hours and 25 minutes. And thanks for sticking with us for 200 episodes. Uh, we really appreciate it. It's crazy that we've made it this far. Um, and uh, we've turned a whole new leaf with this podcast. And so I guess as long as we're graphing, we'll have stories to tell. So, yeah. That's right. Uh, so for Rain Delay Theater, uh, I'm Jack Swakowski. And I'm Jeremy Dionisio. And we'll see you next time. Later. Later.